at Seacrest, that's what Metro means. <laughs> I'm so glad that's the opening line of the podcast. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. We're live. Welcome to Cultivator of Weird. We got Maddie Stu here What's with happening? us. <laughs> uh, my my roommate and uh, fellow podcast host uh, Mason Smith is hanging out. Chill, 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 boy. Black, black, doggy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we're gonna have a blast. Uh, we got a lot to talk about. Maddie Stu just crushed it on Kill Tony. Uh, mm. We got the the infamous Roy over here holding yeah, down look the couch. Mason, look over your shoulder, oh, sweet baby Roy. God. We're gonna be dog sitting for Maddie, so we uh, we're having a little we're having a little hang session with his pup. But uh, let's get into the episode. Welcome to Cultivator of Weird with Maddie Stew and Mason Smith, and I'm your host, Chad. Yo, man, it's a lot of brothers out there flaking and perpetrating, but scared to kick reality. Man, you've been doing all this dope producing, you ain't had a chance to show them what time it is. So what you want me to do? I'm expressing with my full capabilities, and now I'm living in correctional facilities. Cause some don't agree with how I do this. I get straight and meditate like a Buddhist. I'm dropping flavor, my behavior is hereditary. But my technique is very necessary. Blame it on Ice Cube. Because the said it gets funky when you got a subject and a predicate. Add it on the beat, and it'll make you think. Well, that's Dr. Dre, <laughs> and I agree with you. I agree with you all the way up until about Ice Cube, all the way up until he did Are We There Yet? Uh, and the second those movies came out, I was like, bro, you lost me. Oh, see, that's what made me a fan, dude. I was, <laughs> I was like in elementary school and those dropped, like, this guy used to rap? That's dope. Oh, I see. I was, I was like... Um, middle school late high school like middle school early high school when friday came out yeah that's it i think i might have been in ninth, okay. eighth or ninth grade and i was like dude i was already a big fan of like our obviously fucking nwa and like predator and come out a few years before and i was like oh this is hard as fuck and it was hilarious chris tucker fucking crushed it um but i remember specifically like seeing those movies and being like this is fucking dope and then i think midway through Wait, how old are you? 27. See, there you go. 94. 94. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was probably, you, you were you were being uh, parentally edited. That's of, the, that's how, you, that's how you find, like, do you know Ice Cube as an actor or a rapper? That's yes. The, and I knew him as an actor first, I'll admit. Same. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, you know what's fucked up? My mom let uh, some, uh, it was a weird situation, but I was able to watch Friday at a far too young of age. <laughs> <laughs> which is funny my dad was like you're not old enough to watch that meanwhile he's showing me tombstone at nine years old i would say based on your uh based on your the the upbringing that you had the fact that they were editing friday is is purely is, is purely a character assassination <laughs> and you just proved my point before i said it because you were like yeah they allowed it, they, they let me watch tombstone though yeah, <laughs> yeah not, dude i saw Waterworld when i was like 10 such a dog shit movie dude. fuck you dude Waterworld yeah, rules take costumes i like dreads. it dude first of all i Waterworld like it rules yeah but you watch it for like nostalgia it's literally it's literally uh mad max but in the water Kevin Costner with dreads, bro. I do like no, that. No, I didn't have dreadlocks. Yeah, he did. He was the first white man <laughs> to appropriate dreadlocks, bro. Dude, he was like, his hair was thinning so bad, it just looked like it. Oh, fuck. They were like stuck together. And then they just started casting him in everything with cowboy hats so he could hide his thing. Also, also uh, Dennis Hopper, 
you know, was in Waterworld. Dennis Hopper was such a beast, dude. It still we, is. We gotta God, get that damn. icky freak. Yeah. And he pulls, <laughs> and he pulls his eye his, his yeah, uh, yeah, patch yeah. up. Oh my god. A fluke of evolution. Wait, Chad, did you come up with since like a lot of California rap? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Time. Dude. Most of the stuff though, like you were saying, like in the nineties, motherfuckers were like, um, like late nineties. If you found if you found Ice Cube, it was from like the kids and movies that he was doing. Yeah. Like I remember that dude from fucking hardcore like hip hop growing up. Like he was Death Row Records coming up with Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre and like like I said, came out with the Predator and like a bunch of hard ass albums. And so like a lot of the hip hop groups that I grew up listening to in the Bay Area, most people just have never heard of or don't know about. Yeah, so you Unless big, like my age. are you a big like E forty guy? E forty, Keep the Sneak, like uh, G-Eazy. Be, be legit, too short. <laughs> you like G Easy? I think G Easy's fine. Yeah. I got nothing He's against He's a club, G-Eazy. it's a club rap. It's a club rap. Yeah. yeah. Which is- it, it, and like nothing against that no. at all, but like He's got nothing on like early E40, dude. Well, you, yeah, you listen to E40 when you want to like provoke some thinking. Yeah, for sure. Oh, you just sorry. Yeah. We're uh, we're it's in that fun. portion of the pod where we started uh, smoke weed every day. So, <laughs> <laughs> and the uh, and the joint just went out. Um, That's a piece of Nate dog. Yeah. So I I grew up right the best fucking. What do you even call that? He's like a hype man he was, singer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a backup vocalist, hype man singer, but apparently he had bars like a motherfucker. A lot of people don't know that. Did he have any? He has some solo work, right? Or is he? Because I feel like all the songs I know him in is a feature. Dude, with the shit that he did on Regulators, Nate Dogg and Warren G. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, dude. That's sick. And dude, and then, yeah, you like California rap because. Uh, so the rap, st- I was going to say, the rappers, uh, oh, goddamn. The rappers I grew up listening to, um, there was a huge group in Northern California called uh, Hieroglyphics. Okay. And they were underground hip hop. Uh, there was a bunch of dudes from the Midwest, like uh, Atmosphere. So all of Ryan's Love, 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 love. Okay. So yeah, God Loves Ugly was like the anthem. But we also really got into East Coast hip hop. So I was always like really big on um, Big L, Wu-Tang Clan, uh, Gangstar, like Guru and Premier. <coughs> yeah, and, uh, i've been just not to cut you off no no, no I've, been dig- I've been digging into dj premieres catalog oh like my God. Stuff. you listen to run the jewels yeah, yeah i like hard bro i get a physical response to their music yeah, yeah no okay it's so good and dj premiere like you know that song ooh la la yeah that's him yes yeah bro, he's still making fire it and he'll never stop either i mean and he's one of those people where his sound transcends time that's why you can go back and listen to it. Have you listened to the full clip ever? Um, so it's a two-disc album that came out with him and Guru, and it's like their top hits. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, called yeah. A Decade of Hits, yeah. full clip. Yeah. And it's just 10 years of tracks. They toured it for a year or two right before uh, Guru died of a heart attack, like some right. fucking heart, heart failure bullshit. Um, and they had a crazy falling out right before he passed away, and we would have way more gangstar music if that hadn't happened. Because he thought that Premier was trying to fuck him over for money. So he told his family, don't let that dude anywhere near my masters. And they're really Premier's masters because he made all the fucking music. But the way it's contracted, dude, like apparently they've squashed it and he's starting to get some of the tracks again. 
and he was on uh, Andrew Santino's podcast. Oh no, he, when he was uh, Tom Talks. Tom Talks. Yeah, Tom he was, he was talking about like a while ago uh, the fact that he's working his way through that litigation yeah. and he's gonna actually drop some albums soon, which is fucking dope. Dude, see, like rap, '90s rap and early rap is like like the back the back scene of it was all like such a story like the beef with Eminem and Ja Rule and all that stuff like today it's like fucking oh you stole my TikTok downloads like these fucking face tap mumble rappers but back in the day man rap was like a fucking soap opera dude. it was yeah. sick it was like WWE it was yeah, yeah, yeah. it was awesome still is and like looking back on that stuff and you know I watched Straight Outta Compton the other day and I know it's I don't did you like the movie I thought it was dope. It's so sick. Dude. Yeah, I like yeah. how Ice Cube's son plays looks him. Looks just yeah. like him. Yeah, yeah. yeah, looks and sounds just like him. You know, the crazy thing about that is if you go, there's a few interviews that you can catch, and and now thanks to podcasts and shit, dude, you, you, they're, they're talking to, like, the guys that, you know, survived that whole beef through, like, Death Row and, like, Biggie and Tupac and everything. And they say, like, across the board, um, that whole beef started from some bullshit that uh the media was trying to portray they were like boosting this this like profile of hip-hop being like gang related and illegal so they got you know like the the paparazzi or whoever got hold of this story and just blew it up and most of these motherfuckers were like those are my boys like what the fuck are you talking yeah. about and it just escalated from there and then it went from this weird thing of like kind of like offhanded he said she said bullshit shit talking in a game of like phone call you know what i mean like what what is that game telephone Telephone. right and it went from that to well now everyone's gonna think we're a bitch if we don't save face right that bet awards where that that dude got jumped in the fucking uh lobby and it was like that that's when everything got set off but yeah dude it's it's sad you think uh you think suge murdered easy Easy died from AIDS. AIDS. Right. Yeah, Did yeah, you yeah. hear? Okay. I know that. No, Basically. but there is a conspiracy theory. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, the, what? that he, he set uh, him up with. That he gave him AIDS. Yeah. Not by oh, like. Oh, what the fuck? Well, there's a. I've dude, not he, heard that. He was on Jimmy Kimmel. Who? Shook? Shook. <laughs> dude, this is on YouTube. What he was a on fucking Jim, Kimmel guy. He, he was on Jimmy Kimmel and he was like, he talked about something. So, what would you do if someone started rat beef with you? He was like, you know, I'd probably give him like an AIDS infected uh, oh, needle or something, fuck? you know, like that Easy E shit. And then the crowd was like, whoa, like, wait, what? Because Easy wow. E had just died. Yeah, this, oh, is, shit. this is on live TV, dude. What the fuck? Yeah. Uh, did you guys, uh, so that was, uh, what's the one where it's got Suge Knight and it shows him in the movie, runs over the people in the truck? Straight out of Compton. Yeah. That's the same movie? Oh, yeah. I thought that was a different thing that was. Yeah, because did you guys watch the one where that dude plays Tupac? Yeah. Some eyes. All looks, eyes on me. He looks just like him. That fuck dude. What a great fucking Was that the dude from that played Tupac in Straight Outta Compton? Uh-uh. How it's many people how many people just look like Tupac? Well, dude, that guy to... that guy that was in All Eyes on Me legit like looked yeah. just fucking like him. Dude. Yeah. That was crazy. And that's you know, it, it kind of like that same Sasquatch thing that happens, you know, it's like fucking people are always saying that like you know these people fake their death or whatever and they're still yeah i'll be right and back <laughs> what are we 10 minutes in i wish i had a sound drop for mason T- needs to take a shit oh you got a poop <clears throat> he's got to make up it's poop. a real problem with you isn't it yeah i got hemorrhoids <laughs> but does that control your bowel movements no it's the hemorrhoids are from the bowel movements we can talk about it if you want when yeah. i get back it's it's i 
I think, and I'm not a scientist or a doctor, but I would say the fact that he mainly lives off of Miller Lite and supplements that with uh, a chili and saltine crackers. Chili and saltine crackers. I, I think would have classic combination. Just a small, just a small part to play in the story of Mason Pooch. Chad, I'm gonna be like a white girl at a bar. I would say one more time, but I know it's not gonna be. Can I hit your jewel? Yeah, of course. Yeah, such a fun. All right, so to be a tough, strong guy, and then I'm just bumming vapes. Let's stop fucking. Let, let's stop trying to showboat and 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 like flagrantly tossing around our awesomeness, discussing fucking nineties hip hop, just flexing, dude, just <laughs> trying to fucking seem hell. We're cultural, dude. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> trying to relate to the kids. Yo, we out here. Tell <laughs> <laughs> a lit, dude. Is all I'm saying. All right, so let's talk about some shit. Also, cheers, man. Cheers fucking to you, man. Out. Thanks for having me. You you've become a good friend, Chad. Fucking likewise, so, like drinking. Always. I would. Chad is. Uh, what's this? What's your sober goal? Uh, I'm trying to go until my birthday, which I found out tonight. We actually share. So cool. Fucking crazy. Pisces brothers, which yeah. means we're little sensitive bitches from what I read about Pisces. Couple little fishes. Yeah. Swimming up, swimming upstream. You into, you into that shit? I honestly know. No, but you pretend with the, with the chicks, right? Oh, yeah. You've read enough to at least play it off. Oh, I can. Yeah. I know. I know what water signs are. Okay. So if I yeah. come up to you and say, I'm a Sagittarius, what, what are you going to, my name's Stacy. I'm a Sagittarius. Stacy, I wish I was a Leo because, you know, we would vibe <laughs> so hard together. And so, like, that's obviously bullshit, but she likes that you're trying. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And, no, cool. yeah. and I'd be like, you know, yeah. I wish I was, I wish I was a Leo girl. I feel bad for the people that are like, like a cancer. I mean, that's just like, that's the name they picked. Oh, was cancer around back then? Probably not. <laughs> it's a new development. I want to make up an origin story for that right now that's not a very fucking, uh, debilitating and terrifying disease just to, to make it fun because i know that that's not where that fucking sign came it's, from it's like another word for a crap right? yeah, it's, yeah it's a fucking it's a it, it's a casey rocket hey so <laughs> so, sorry if you've already talked about this yeah. on the pod but what was it like that night with danny brown brown dude rapping and him hyping you have oh, you talked about it no no so uh, it was like you cool getting into it yeah of course cool because I feel like the next thing I was going to do is ask you about, uh, you know, your your Monday because you did just get up and fucking crush it on Kill Tony and congratulations. Thank you, brother. So it was a it was a swift kick in the nuts, followed by like sweet, passionate lovemaking. Yeah, it's the dude. only way I can put it. Dude, you really you really like you got the crowd back. You fucking you close it out strong. I was there that night. I dude. And I went up and I I've I told like. 10 different people this i like was super confident in that minute i had run it at a couple of open mics i had just tried it at minute to win it felt really good about the flow of everything the timing like i did i did minute to win it right across the street which is a uh quick minute open mic at a bar called uh poor choices so um, just like a prep just yeah it's yeah. a fucking kill tony prep um run right across the street from vulcan uh, so you can kind of bounce back and forth before the show. Anyways, I ran it there. I mean, I got the meow after like the last word left my mouth. And I was like, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. And then I'm not 100% positive, but I want to say 85% sure that like just by a stroke of luck, the two fucking guys that are on that night, because it wasn't. It wasn't racial at all. It was actually fucking the the joke is fu- making the most hilarious and obscure fucking 
you know, that's right. Reference. That's right. To uh, kind of like a white power thing. Like, yeah. You, yeah. You did it cleverly. I've heard the joke before. The jokes work. That's yeah, the I thing. said I live with a country ass yeah. roommate. He yeah. just moved in. He was having trouble sleeping, so yeah. we bought him a white power noise machine. It's mm-hmm. like it's, it's funny. It's it it's is. Funny. It's, it's arguably a decent fucking joke. <laughs> I lost the whole room. Yeah. Halfway in, and uh, I just kind of uh, you know, and obviously like I'm pretty new to comedy, so like you know, pulling out of a tailspin with a five minute set is one thing, but when you have thirty seconds left, yeah. Digging through a lexicon of jokes is like pretty shallow. I guess you're right. You said like a trigger. You said white power and you're standing in front of two like famous rappers. So I didn't even put that together. But yeah, that's a solid point. Yeah. And yeah. and behind me, as the punchline for that drops, uh, the fucking, uh, the, the basis, D Madness. Uh, Madness was like, whoa. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> Another black yeah, 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 yeah. So. so that threw me on my heels. And then, so that, all, all of that combined, I was like, I was already backpedaling a little bit. Finished my set, perfect timing. I felt like I got a decent amount of laughs in the room. So I was like, all right, we can save this with the interview. We're going to be fine. Yeah. We get into the interview and it's just like straight away, my mind's blank. I'm not having fun anymore. And I'm just like searching for words to talk about. You know, he's asking me, you know, the same generic questions that a lot of times get thrown out. You know, what do you do for fun? I finally was like, all right, here we go. And I dropped latchkey, said that I, you know, right. I go there, I hang out. It's like a, you know, it's a, it's a hang. On that note, yeah, that episode dropped this last Monday and latchkey was on fire Tuesday night. So I think they owe you some compensation. Well, that's all I'm going to say, but could continue. I, okay. So, uh, you know, he's like, what do you do for fun? I got into the latchkey shit. And then he was like, oh, yeah, what, what, what's your song? And I was like, well, I happened to do nothing but a G thing last week. And it seemed to go pretty well. And he was like, how about we get him? And then he was like, all right, you know, are you guys ready to hear the worst fucking version of yeah. nothing but a G thing ever? But you and crushed. I remember, I remember specifically going, this is, this is your moment. Cause I, <laughs> I said, I said, dude. I go, I don't have any of the lyrics. And he gave me this look like, you better figure out lyrics. Yeah. And I started looking at my phone and then into the microphone, I think I remember saying, oh, fuck it, let's go. And like turn and it was like that fucking weird Eminem moment where my brain shut off. You just and became just, like a, you were a fourth quarter player. Yeah, I just, I blacked out like Will Ferrell and fucking uh, uh, Step Brothers. Right. right? <laughs> <laughs> and, and perfect. Danny was, uh, I think the last thing that I, I he offered you a job. I, the last thing I heard yeah. before I fucking uh, before I turned back to the crowd it, when I said I don't got the lyrics is he goes, "Don't worry, I got you." And I was like, "Yeah, Andy Brown's got me." And yeah. then I just started singing, dude. And it, all the fucking first like you know, all the first like three, two, three minutes of the song fucking came out, and and then I lo- I lost it somewhere in the middle, but like. No, dude, you went, you did, shit. you did, you did a decent amount of bars, and uh, Danny was hyped, and then he offered you to be his hype man, dude. That was sick. Yeah, we still got to connect on that. That I was hit f- him in the DM. Yeah, you got it. You <laughs> follow up on that. That was a fun. That was a fun night. That it show was, was good. Was. That show was good. I really, and I had a bunch of people come up to me afterwards at Shakespeare's for the the open mic right. at, at uh, Joyce runs. Joyce, and. Um, I was like, you. I mean, you could ask. Mason, I think, came up to me at some point at Shakespeare's. But I, you know, I really didn't. I, ha- I still haven't watched the episode. 
but like like rewatched it. I was obviously there doing it, but everyone was like, "Man, that was rough. What, what was Tony's problem?" Blah blah blah. And I, it was rough too. You you saved it at the end with the rap. Yeah, and and arguably the fucking interview was, he was not fucking good. Mean. But yeah, but he was coming at your throat. He dude. was coming hard. Yeah. For yeah. whatever reason, like I mean, I don't even think he remembered that you had been on. Do you think he did? No, 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 no. Yeah, is, I mean, but you he, did good. You did well the first time. Yeah, yeah, you had a really good set. I thought so. Yeah, I um, thought both times your actual set set was not bad. Was good. Yeah, like your, you know, the, the minute. Yeah, I thought both times it was not. It was good. Yeah. So and and. But for whatever know, reason, that any, second one, he fucking any given Sunday, you know, dude, he was fucking just straight up mean. I just, I don't, and I'll tell you, it, you know, people. This is what happens when you're on that stage for that minute because it's such a small chunk, and then the interview is kind of like compact as well. I got to Shakespeare's and I was like hyped. I was like, "Fuck yeah, dude, that was awesome." I got to sing with Danny. We were out front at Vulcan. I took a picture with him. I was I like, that. we were talking. And uh, you're super a fan, fun. you're a fan, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, super that, nice guy. That, fuck, that one train, fucking that Kendrick Lamar, one yeah, train, yeah, yeah. His verse on there, fire, so fucking. I good. don't know a song that that dude's been on where he didn't fucking bring his so, absolute. He's so cool, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, he's a fun time to be around, like, and, you know, he lives sure. here. Like, I've seen him at Vulcan just hanging out before. And he's, because he's in with the comics, he's friends. Yeah, he loves comedy. Yeah. So sick. He, yeah. Because you, have you guys seen the Detroit episode? It, where he just takes it over. Oh, it's mayhem. Yeah, 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 it's yeah, mayhem. Yeah. That was chaos. pre-COVID, I think right? uh, Genevieve was on that. That was pre-COVID, though, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Genevieve's uh, Detroit based. Yeah, yeah. Detroit. I, think was, and, uh, I think she was I think she was on that Paul. episode. Yeah. Yeah. I think she was on that episode. But yeah. I don't remember it well. Uh, I used to... Dude, what do you guys think? Yeah, I, I personally, I think Kill Tony was way better when they had like uh, Jeremiah Watkins and like the live the band. Oh, mm-hmm. not would they do the characters and shit? Mm-hmm. I thought that was a really funny element. I, I saw, think it's. So I, I think it's a different thing now. I think it's a different sorry to thing cut you now. off. I, I think it was a totally different thing. I think it's a different thing now. I, I wouldn't say better or worse. It's just different. I yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, it's yeah. so much smoother now. The thing is, is like Jeremiah. You think he, he like chimed in to like joke th- too much? Uh, yeah, I think he felt obligated to, and right. like they're putting on a show, and like it's just a silly thing going on in the background. But with the band, it's just like Kill Tony is getting a comic up there, seeing if they're good or bad, how the set goes, the interview, and I mean, dude, the show since it got to Vulcan has been at its absolute best. Yeah, except for he's not getting any good guests. That's been weird. That's been real. That's weird. been weird. Uh, I mean, he just had Dave Smith, which is a, that's a big get. Yeah. That's a big, bigger. Yeah. You know, it's, you know, bigger than fucking, you know, having a, a local guy. So I well, he did have to be at Danny Brown, but. By yeah. the way, not that there's anything wrong with having the local guys. It's just yeah. like part of the show. Yeah. Was that there would be Tom Segura. Two nights ago, there was no guest. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah. okay. So here's my thinking on this, right? All of the major headliners that moved to Austin aren't playing a club like the comedy store every single week. Mm-hmm. So they're not, they're not inside yeah. the club already. I feel like a lot of those guests knew that they were going to be at the club already doing spots. And we're like, yeah, let's do kill Tony for a couple hours. Well, what about and they would like, shake their night around it? What about like when someone comes in for the weekend or whatever, even at Creek, like there's a ton of New York. Sean Patton was just in town. Dude, I saw like, him. Chris Stefano was at Vulcan. I'm just Great. saying, why are they not on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
you know, why not have them on? I, I, they're dude, they're on fucking tour, and they probably already have their time booked out. Yeah, but they would all do it, dude. Look at what he had in L.A. Though he would always have uh, someone on. Yeah, I, I mean, honestly, I, I don't, I don't have the answer. I think he had a strong start when they first moved the show here. Uh, yeah, and then you can't. Like Rogan would pop in, and now you just can't. You well, you, not that we wouldn't mind, but I think in his head, he can't do Ron White and Rogan every night. Yeah, right. I, would yeah, be cool yeah. I think that. that would be so I'd sick. Be cool if Ron White was a permanent third chair. Yeah, I'd be, <laughs> I would, yeah. So yeah. the thing about Ron, that I love Ron. I just got to see me away. Yeah, he's the best. Was that I thought he was going to be completely different than he was. He was so, and I found out a couple, like a, a week or so later, that he had just gotten back from a fucking massive ayahuasca retreat, which is probably was why he was he, so. He was a guest when you were on. No, 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 no. He, so he was the guest, uh, fuck, like three weeks before. Yeah. And he just, instead of being like, you know, like cracking on people or trying to fucking like, you know, hit them with jokes or like burn them. If someone did bad, he would legitimately be asking them questions and trying to give them like helpful feedback. I see what you're saying. Yeah, he's cool about it. Like he, he, he. The interview to him is about the comedy. Yeah. Which I think is cool. Like, and he was talking to people, even if they were early, like, I would have loved if he was, like, I obviously loved that Danny Brown was there, but like having him on, uh, because he would have, uh, he took it like legit fucking comedy advice. He'd oh, tell you, this is what you should. He was very, very uh, sincere. Nice. Yeah. Do you guys remember yeah, yeah. Christina P's episode? No, I don't remember that Dude, one. Dude, she was such a sweetheart. Yeah. That was when. I've heard that though. Yeah. That was when, I mean, I just lost my train of thought, but yeah, she was giving really, I like the feedback. I think it's really like Rogan will do it sometimes when he's a guest. Mm-hmm. He'll give good. Instead you of get the talking shit and just being mean. Yeah. yeah. And you can do that too. You can do whatever you want. Like Danny Brown, that's one of the best episodes ever. Bro. Yeah, it's I thought so, that was great. Yeah, and uh, JPEG Miner, <laughs> like he would just the questions that he, he he's just not used to the, these weird white dudes getting oh, of up. Course. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's so funny. And he was drinking champagne out of a bottle. Just <laughs> like out of the bottle. Yeah, dude. out, out of the bottle. bottle. I don't I don't think I posted it, but the picture I took with him outside, he's just still has it in his hand. They were they were yeah. they were real cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah outside. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> like how did you get out with that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's I'm not really familiar with JPEG. I, honestly, I, don't, I don't know. He's that. just a he's a Danny <sighs> Brown guy. He's yeah, at Danny Brown's camp. <laughs> yeah, pretty, I think pretty famous in that world. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. He's a bad motherfucker. Um, Detroit Danny Brown, dude. Oh, so good. So to answer your complete that fucking died crazy long fucking rant that I was on got to Shakespeare's and people kept coming up to me and being like, uh, dude, fuck, why did he go at you so hard? You know, he must have it. They must have it out for you, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, man, like I fucked up the interview. I wasn't being fun. That's on me. He's trying to run a show and make it fun. That's on him. Well, you, you take, I, I know you now and you take comedy really serious. So like after that, you just weren't you yeah. going to the interview. I bet is what I would reckon. Right. Oh like you were in yeah. Your head. I, oh I, yeah. Yeah, bomb. I mean, bombing in front of a fucking open mic crowd of like, you know, 15, 10 or 15 people or a room full of comics, like I'll walk that off in, in like 30 or 40 minutes or an hour or whatever. Like losing the room at Vulcan for a kill Tony and knowing what's coming after that, I was all in my head. Yeah. Just, and, you know, the crazy thing is I was hammered the following Tuesday and I went up to Tony at Latchkey and I was like, 
Oregon, right? And yeah. he was like, yeah, man, don't worry about it. Like, I'm trying to put a show on. Just be more fun next time you go up. He was like, well, I didn't, good you know, said nothing, nothing, yeah, nothing personal. Yeah. No, and you're good, man. No. You're good. Yeah. Honestly, my response to everyone, too, across the board was like, he's a fucking roast comic, dude. Yeah. It's my it's my bad for not fucking like also you can, you can handle that shit too. It's not a, I I've honestly the only thing it made me do is go if you motherfuckers think that I'm like a bad a half and that's the other thing I keep reminding myself of like first part last part good yeah right middle part not so good yeah a, a minute of my life yeah so the fucking what no you think I'm gonna fucking pack my shit and leave town no, because someone good. said a couple mean things to me. Dude, I grew up in Oakland with a bunch of black 15-year-old kids. Yeah. You've never been roasted harder in no. your life. <laughs> Ever. Wear some fucking wax shoes to school and see what the oh, fuck yeah. happens, dude. Yeah, that's why you're so fashionable, dude. I, well, you grew up in an ur- urban neighborhood? I Yeah, I mean... Adjacent. What was... What was, what was uh, I want to know... Tell me about 16-year-old Chad J. I, I, dude, I figured I was going to be interviewing you and this whole thing fucking flipped. I'm sorry, yeah. No. <laughs> I'm seeing how how much I can alpha you here. Dude. No, I'm seeing no, how much no. I can get away with. Oh, dude, you're, and you've been puffing your chest up the whole time and dude, blowing kisses it, at me. It's really out of intimidation. I'm blowing, <laughs> blowing kisses at me. I feel like my fucking this. Do I sound fucking way different than you guys? Because your mics are like the same and mine's different. A little bit. I feel like I'm coming through both of yours and this one. Like, you're coming like, so I feel hard. Like I too. Like have to like there. See now it sounds like it's just this one. <laughs> And then when I talk regular, I hear it coming through the other ones, right? Is that going to be weird, do you think, later? No, no. I mean, th- there's going to be a little it's bit like, of an echo. I literally, this no, sounds, no, 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 it doesn't, this sound, doesn't the sound the same. No, it doesn't. Fuck, man, am I that deaf? Yeah. It's, dude, it's significant. It must be all the concerts okay. you, you've been to. Well, also working in a metal fan shop for 11 years didn't help. But it's probably the concerts. We learned tonight that Mason might be the biggest concert and music fan in the history of the United States. I've, I've been going to concerts. I've never heard since, anybody say that. I've been going I was to concerts. Fifth grade, you know? <laughs> why do you think? I don't understand why. It's, it's just funny. like it's just like I don't know. It's like it's like like dude. I've been I've been drinking beer since I was eleven. I've been playing baseball since I was. I've been going to. I've been going to. I've been watching other people perform since I was in fifth grade. <laughs> I don't know. Just a, I, look, dude. I, I love the pat. You're a passionate guy. <laughs> thing, dude. All right, so we'll do what we're gonna do. Speed me so that we can we can get back to you. And I want to talk to Mason about the concert that he went to. But we'll do speed me so that you can feel like you out alpha me on this. Okay. Well, okay. Well, now I feel like a beta. But go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead, dude. Your your fucking facial hair is so thick. It's you grizzle. Could never. You couldn't beta. It's grizzle. Goddamn day of your life. Thank you, dude. All right, so you want to make out? Uh, so <laughs> didn't say no. Uh, grew up, grew up kind of around the Bay Area in Oakland, and um, it was that time in the world where like the internet wasn't necessarily a thing yet. There wasn't any social media, so parents were freaked out about the every what the hell, every goddamn thing. So like during the summer, dude, we would get like five or ten bucks in the morning when our parents were working, and we would literally just like figure out a way to magic man that shit all the way into the yeah. city. And we, we would skate all day and oh, fucking, yeah. fucking, you know, I painted graffiti the whole time I was growing up. Cause it was just like, it was, it was choose your own adventure. Every single so you day. Are, you're an outside kid. Oh yeah. Cool. Big time. This motherfucker actually like can legit like draw. He can do caricatures. Dude. Comics are the most. It's fucking crazy. I've... Now I'll tell you, you can't do them when you're drunk. <laughs> But, well, but 
say that's about you say, you say about any profession. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I do them, but it's just one face. <laughs> no, 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 no. The one you did, the one you did from like you did, you did made that one time. It was good. Yeah, yeah. No, fucking, he's got he and he can uh, he can do like you know you see the graffiti on the trains. He can like write your name in like a bubble. Oh, that's like sick. graffiti way. That's sick. So you were tagging up the up the streets. Yeah, we would paint. I mean, oh, yeah. it was just it, you know, it was just one of those things that kind of fell in line with everything else. You know, like you it, talk to any kid that grew up in the '90s that skateboarded or fucking like you know BMX, uh, any of that shit. And like, there's always this like top ten things that you could put. You know, like they do those Venn diagrams. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you have like skating on one side fucking bmx racing uh, or another uh you know the the two middle circles it would be like punk rock and hip-hop and yeah. then everything around it would be like gutter punk kid would steal shit fucking it's a good way to play yeah smoke you know smoke meth and, or, or fucking pcp or whatever and then on the other side it would be like stoner skateboarder whatever like you know heavy into underground hip-hop or you know rave culture which we also got into it was like all the and then in the corner ballet yeah all the little gay boys. No, uh, did you so, watch yeah, that movie mid mid nineties? I did. Yeah, yeah I, I saw that. How phenomenal! It was that? so good. Are but, you from Southern California? Yeah. Like how far from like uh, it's like San Diego? Which city? Were I'm from you I'm from LA. Oh, you're from. Okay. So Valencia. I'm from Valencia, which uh, is yeah. It's at Los Angeles County. It's yeah. Like oh, okay. Northern. People, you can make the argument that I'm the last point of southern california so you're, you're like northern yeah. la kind of yeah it's like right after us more north than that kind of becomes central okay is valencia am i wrong about this or does valencia have good surfing i thought you meant you were from you're thinking of ventura ventura okay yeah yeah, yeah. Can I get the, valencia got the i thought that was italy but there's a valencia spain yeah ah uh, which was like pretty similar those are the uh the uh the mexicans of europe Spaniards? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> who's, who's the Chinese? Is in Spain Europe? and Europe? Dude, Mason always comes. Yeah. Is Spain in Europe? Sure is. Yeah. What would yeah, you say? Please. What's the. Um, did I just singe my mustache? What did it say? <laughs> Do it again. That's. What's it say? That was your high noon drop. Um, so. No, for real, did I just singe my mustache? Your mustache isn't long enough to be singed. Okay, cool. Well, I burned my lip. I truly do have to worry about that. Is this, are you trying to like, you're manlier than me or something? Is that what that is? <laughs> <laughs> what is that? <laughs> so, all right, let's get into it. Maddie Stew. Yo. Arguably one of the top three up-and-coming trans comedians in Austin right now. What did I transition into? A funny person. Uh, am I, <laughs> I just want to know, am I a trans woman or a trans man? You're a trans comic. With those eyes and that fucking jawline? Oh, dude, the jawline. So, uh, no. You jawline just, doesn't really get you laid. I how, long, how long have you been in town? Uh, it, since, like, uh, the first week of August. August. Of two, 2021. And how fucking incredibly do you think... How much time do you feel like in dog years have you been able to jam pack experience in with the fucking scene down here? Specific to comedy? Yes. Oh, dude. I mean, you hit, hit the ground running. Uh, it was a long time coming for me. Like, I decided I wanted to do this a lot sooner, you know, you know, much longer. Dude, I'm, I'm, a little, I'm a little gone right now, I'm going to be honest. How long have you been doing comedy? 
uh, dude, as long as I've been here. No shit. Yeah, like seven months. Hell yeah. So, uh, so wait, wait, I go. You started comedy in, you moved here to start comedy. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't I, that, it's weird. No, ballsy. it's not weird. It's, it's ballsy. fucking ballsy. Yeah. What it is. It's, it's going, it's going okay. Uh, and you, and you just got out of the military? Uh, less than a year ago. And you're 27? 27. I started at 27. Okay. Yeah, hell yeah. I feel good about that. And how old is your husband? Uh, <laughs> you're, you said 35 earlier? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because nice. you're his new husband, bitch. Nicely yeah. done. Yeah. Did you see that? He just blew another kiss at me. I just got out alpha again. That's what happens. Bro. Uh, all right. So that's fucking incredible, dude. Um, yeah, good for you. So good for you. seven, nice, uh, just about seven months in. Yeah. You would say? Okay. Yeah. So we're just about in the same place. I would say I'm, I'm right. like right around the same spot with you. Um, and I, I only did a couple of like a handful of open mics in Brooklyn before I moved here. But like it was just, you know, coming here. I did a mic at Creek when I was driving through um, cross country road trip to California. I drove from Brooklyn and uh, I stopped and did a mic at Creek. And I was like, this is it, dude. I'm moving to Austin. And I was like, this is the fucking coolest town. I met a bunch of fucking badass people. So seven months in, you th- this past fucking Monday, yeah, you got called up for kill time. How many times have you signed up, bro? I've been a lot, man. Yeah, I've been a lot, like maybe fifteen. Just because, like, I'm so I don't know, man. I, I have fun there. Yeah. It's kind of what it became. Like, signed up, wanted to get up, always hoped to. I mean, I sign up every time, obviously, but like, yeah. dude, it's just a fucking fun hang. It's a really fun hang on a Monday night. All the comics are there. We're stoked, high energy, cheering yep. each other on. And then there's a dope after party, mm-hmm. free food, good drinks. It's a good, good. It's Monday night. Dude. Yeah, dude. Beautiful women in there. It's a, it's a great time. It's, it's a fantastic fucking hang. But so, so I think because of that, this is like, this is not going. I got it. So uh, because of that, because I just got used to not getting pulled up this past Monday. Um, hell yeah. Good. Uh, this past Monday, dude, the boys were, you know, we go to the bar next door beforehand. Yeah, yeah, Buckshot. Buckshot. The Shout out to Buckshot. Shout out Brian. Three shots, Buckshot. Brian, we fucking rule, dude. Is he the, he bar, is he the bartender too? Yeah. Fuck, he's that, the man. That guy. He's, he's losing. He's, he's, he's too nice. He's losing money on me. No. That's the, that's no. The, Don't <laughs> say it out loud. Don't. Yeah, yeah. Maybe bleep that out. No, but it's not Brian. It's some other guy. Ryan. I thought you said Ryan. Oh, you're talking about Brian. Oh, I thought you said Ryan. Yeah, yeah. I thought you said Ryan. Yeah, exactly. Okay. But no, so this past Monday, I got smacked, dude, at Kill Tony. I was so drunk. The boys were just buying me shots. Again, I think I just got used to, like, hanging out there and not getting pulled up. And, like, Ellis was on stage, uh, mm-hmm. was the new regular, and my boy killed it. He did well. When he, when he got off, I remember looking at Brad Brockman. He was standing right next to me, and I was like, dude, I can't go up, like, I'm seeing double. I'm yeah. swaying right now. Yeah, like, yeah. This is not the night for me. The next thing I hear is my name out of Tony Hinchcliffe's mouth. And it's like, isn't it like, it, have you ever like gotten hit by a car or fucking, you know, like blindsided or, or, yeah. or fallen off a bike? Yeah, it's what it felt like. And you hit the ground and then you, you, it's like that fucking immediate fight or flight fucking adrenaline hits you. Yeah. Cause it's like, there's stakes here. It's not, there's, we're going on the internet. Yep. And, uh, he called my name and it's like, the, you don't even, I thought, I always pictured like you would call my name and I would turn to the boys and like, let's go. But like, no, dude, you storm up there. Like yeah. it's your fucking job. Yeah. 
And uh, I, I don't even remember the walk up, you know, uh-huh. uh, got up there, looked to my right, realized this is okay. This is the most people I've ever done comedy in front of. I mean, mm-hmm. you forget, dude, like, I don't know, Mason, how much does Volk, how many like unpacked Kill Tony night? How many people? Uh, it's about like 325. That's with, what it's yeah. the guest list. Yeah, that's what it felt like. And I didn't even look up, dude. There's a balcony that holds another 60, 50 up there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So down, yeah. I think there's like 50 people. Mm-hmm. Actually, and that's not even including, because when I say 325, that's like, so they always sell 300 tickets, usually every Monday. Okay. Every Monday, Yeah. by the way. Yeah. And then there's a 20-person guest list, 2025. So they're up there. Okay. And they usually get that VIP area. It's like the strippers. Right. They're up there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then the, the owner and the people that he brings, whatever dipshits those are. Yeah. You know, oh, shit. <laughs> He'll never hear this. He fucking, <laughs> he, yeah. Anyway, I'm moving on. But, uh, I'm going to DM and then, two and then, yeah. and then, uh But then also, dude, we let in. And this isn't for everybody. We let in comics that we know. Yeah. yeah. It's, so don't just come by if you're a comic. You have to know one of us. Yeah. But, uh, and even still then, we have to turn people away sometimes. Mm-hmm. So don't fucking, don't bug me. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, you know if you deserve it. Yeah. Well, no, you don't, well, you know if you know. No, you, and don't come if you, you, don't come if you don't deserve to get in. You well, know. You I don't know. know about the deserving part. Oh, no, they know who they are. <laughs> yeah. Come on. They know who they are. <laughs> Let's just. <laughs> oh man but uh but yeah upstairs though uh you'll see like we allow people to just sort of be up there that aren't at the you, you gotta imagine you're only seeing the people at that rail behind that rail is a whole nother like 30 people oh yeah, there's people that can't yeah. see the stage yeah there's that's why they have those tvs yeah like we had people i was just telling you uh we had people complaining that they didn't like coming to a Rogan show and not getting to see Rogan. Yeah. Because they had to just watch it on TV. Yeah, it makes which sense. Which is the same thing of just watching it at home. Yep. Well, and, and I get it. That's oh, annoying. Well, that would dude, suck. It's, it's, but we it's just, bullshit. What? To buy a ticket and not be able to watch the stage. It's bullshit. It's yeah. I mean, crazy. But you know what we did, though? So enough people complained. We have a really, really good management. Yeah. Like the management, the GM, their rules. Shout out Cam. Damn. He's the fucking man, dude. That guy, he's there 24-7. It's fucking, he's the man. And then we have a great bar manager. Shout out to Bonham. Fucking dude rules too. And has like, by the way, if you go into that bathroom, I don't know if you've seen it. Bonham had that whole bathroom redone. No, dude, the men's room downstairs. Oh, dude, looks, I noticed looks it looks like a completely new bathroom. It, dude, nice. for dude, real, it looks great. Yeah, it's it's looks cool. It looks no, really we're cool. all real excited about it. <laughs> dude, Vulcan is such a cool venue. It's a sick place. It's man. Such a cool. And venue. if Mason gets excited about anything, it's it's a toilet. Oh yeah, this one's because turtle. I don't have to go upstairs now. Now yeah. I can go shit in that one. I can the, do my business. The lock works on it, you know. Yeah. But uh, also, what I was gonna say is. uh Talking about the fuck capacity. Was that what we're talking about? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that was literally you know, it. A lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you you get up there, but yes, yeah, so the like lights I, hit you, and the people you start seeing how many people are looking at you. Yeah. And, yeah. And I will say the way that the room is set up and that the height of the stage yeah. is perfect. Yeah. It's really perfect. Um, you obviously usually don't like the high ceilings, but because people are up there, I yeah. think I don't. I don't. I'm not sure. That made a difference for me, but yeah, I just got lost in the moment, man. Like it was all muscle memory. Mm-hmm. Like I wasn't. I'm anxious to see 
if I looked as awkward as I felt. Mm. But, um, you know, I got the big joke book. I got laughs. I was oh, on. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, I was on stage for a minute, man. People told me, like, dude, you were up there for like 10, 15 minutes. So, so what, what was your interview like, though? It was good, dude. It was really good. Uh, Do you remember anything specifically about it? Is there like standouts? Yeah, I kind of set it up like perfectly because he asked me what my job was and I'm currently unemployed. Yeah. Because uh, I just got done using my uh, GI Bill. Okay. So like I knew it was going to come around that I was in the military. He was going to ask me what my last job was. And then I did that. And then I was telling him how I like I got deployed to the Middle East, yeah. which I went to Dubai. So like I set it up <laughs> to be like a punchline and it, it worked. Nice. Um, and then they roasted me about that. And then. I ended up, there was a story, uh, one of the bartenders had a seizure one night and I was at the bar uh, and I'm an EMT. So like I sprung into action. At Vulcan? At Vulcan. Oh shit. I'll tell you who I don't want to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But uh, so I told that story and they like, I guess Red Band and Tony had heard the story. So like they were going back and forth with me. That was good. Um, He told me I was uh, good looking. Followed by an I'm the ugly Bradley Cooper, which I'm not going to argue. I'm going to oh, take, take that. To take ugly bed. Bradley Cooper. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. I was wearing the, the ball cap. I, I see what he was saying, and I, I, right. I take it. Hey, an ugly Brad, Bradley Cooper is still a handsome, normal person. Yeah, for fact. sure. Yeah. <laughs> I think he said the uglier Bradley Cooper, which oh, okay. you know, it's even better. Yeah, yeah, we're talking about a 10 here. So you yeah. mean I'm a 9? I yeah. can take that. Right. Um, and then he's like, you know, what's your, your, your love life? Like he asked me when the last time I had sex was mm. stuff like that. Normal questions. Yeah. And I just kind of worked it. And then at the end, like I was, so I was, like I said, I was really fucking housed. Yeah. Just so gone. Yeah. Yeah. But I was like, like you, a fourth quarter player, like in the moment, you know, it was like, it was like, I just smoked weed and I walked home and then my mom's in the kitchen and I and I'm sober for a second. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And then during the interview, towards the end, it started to come back to me. And, like, I was playing with the mic stand, and I slapped the symbol of, uh, what is it, Mike Gonzalez? Is that his name? I think so. Something Gonzalez, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I smacked his fucking symbol, the drummer symbol, with the the mic stand. And it got a big laugh, I think. Nice. As I remember, by the way, like I said, this could have, like, I could have. I mean, did you, was it something that you did on purpose? No, or it was on accident. Did you just played it off? Yeah, I just, like, I was like, oh, fuck, sorry, man. Yeah. I just apologized to him. But, uh, no, it was a cool interview. Um, it went well. Tony said I was funny twice. Fuck yeah, uh, yeah. Afterwards, hey, big, joke book. big joke book. Afterwards, he told me I had a great set. So, yeah, man, I'm I'm stoked to see it. Did and you uh, did you stay and hang on the balcony upstairs? Yeah, man, nice. you, you got to do that after yeah. you get up. You know, yeah, yeah. see, I was eating CM Smokehouse too. Oh yeah, dude, oh. that's like, oh, man, this fucking city. It's it's it. The drinking culture is awesome. The food is awesome. The people are incredible. It's a friendly city. I don't think people are pretentious. You've lived in Brooklyn and in California, dude, yeah. so you know. Yeah. Mason and Boston, are, are people kind of assholes up there? Yeah, but not in a cocky way. They're assholes because they got shit. Because they're genuine. I like that. Yeah, yeah. They're, like, they're like, we got a place to be, and they, it ain't here. They know they're going to die, and they don't want to deal with your bullshit. Yeah, yeah. they're yeah. like, we got our own shit going on. The same could be said for, for <laughs> Brooklyn and greater New York area in general. People are just like... You know, and you get there, I think for the first year, it kind of bothers you. And then you realize after you get like a routine together and you have your shit going on that like, they don't, you have no time for it either now. Yeah. You're like I do it. Right. You, it clicks. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. I'm tired. I don't want to watch this dude fucking break dance in the middle of a moving train. 
like get the fuck out of my way i I have places to be and you're not being rude you're just being fucking you know you're just you're you're going about your business and yeah see i don't think it's rude no well but i agree with you that like i'm actually i just fucking am kind of like working out a joke about it where i'm like you know i southern hospitality is a real thing you know like you move to fucking I, i lived in new york for the past 10 years and you tell someone you're a New Yorker and that you just moved there and they'll be like, dude, you're not a fucking New Yorker until you've slept through a Puerto Rican block party and been stabbed by a tranny and lived here for five years. I, I, I don't want to be a New Yorker. Exactly. <laughs> oh, I got to do all that shit, dude. And then, you know, I moved here and the first guy I met, you know, I was like, you know, uh, it feels good to be in Austin. I, you know, I was outside of a bar. I was a little drunk and he goes, hell yeah, dude, you want to hit this? Shit? <laughs> and it was like, oh, fuck, I'm home, dude. I'm home. What did- uh, so you moved from Oakland to Brooklyn at some point, or was there anything in between? I so I actually did two years of school in Arizona. Where? So I went to ASU. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. cool. I moved here from Flagstaff. Oh, fuck yeah! Yeah, man, you've been up there. The hell yeah, sick. It's beautiful. Good times. Yeah, yeah. I, Arizona's a nice state. I love the the if Southwest. You like, if you like crunchy hippie girls with mm-hmm. nose piercings and like armpit hair, really bad tattoos. Yeah, Flagstaff's your spot, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's pretty much sums it up. I, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, dude, fuck, you hit it on the nose. Honestly, I was, I was like looking for things to add, but I'm like, no, I think he covered everything. It's no, but it's it is fucking beautiful. No, it's, it's great. Completely different than Phoenix. And those hippies are fun, dude. They're super. Fun. Yeah, they're fun. Did you go any of those like outdoor raves? Uh, no, like those like like fucking parsed together in the back of a pickup truck. Things are a little different because of the pandemic. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. And so I was just like, I lived there from February of last year to August. Oh, so yeah. yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. But like it just in the summertime, I was just back there. Like, it's back. Mm. Flagstaff is now back. Yeah. So uh, nice. So what? Okay. We skipped over a lot of shit. Yeah, dude. This, this thing is off the rails. It's all way off the rails. No way. What, <laughs> what the fuck was Dubai like? Bro. Um, unrealistically rich like it doesn't make sense yeah and um i worked in on this compound about 30 miles away from the city and we were like we were there to escort like high value assets in and out of it's tension it's like tension filled waterways the Mm -hmm. geopolitical situation is fucked but like there's no actual base there so we lived in dubai Mm. and uh like i leave his thing it was like hilton or something i can't remember um but i'm just surrounded by people that i shouldn't be surrounded by look at me yeah, you know? yeah and yeah. uh every day you walk out you see lotus you see like the you, everything you so it, it, yeah yeah like they're in the ferraris it, but there's a lot of them it is as advertised like the way that you see it in fast and the furious and she, like dubai so, is that crazy. from what i understand if my, I mean, and I could be speaking out of school, which I usually am, but um, I think I read something in The Economist that was talking about the fact that when they list the top richest people in the world, they don't even include any of the Saudi like oil barons yeah. or sultans. It's a different kind of money. No, well, it's because they don't know how much they have, right? But so, it's in the trillions. Yeah, it's off right. Yeah, yeah. In terms of privatized capital, yeah, they are 
not even trackable. They're so fucking rich. Yeah, me and my fellas. Which is insane. The goal was to become, uh, to find a sugar mom, like like marry the sultan's daughter. Sure. Uh, Wait, I, don't I, don't look. Look. <laughs> I don't think the, the way Dude, I'm the uglier Bradley the Cooper. Fastest, what do you mean? That's the fastest way to get beheaded, bro. <laughs> Be, well, yeah. I don't think. I think I could charm the sultan. The, give, the give, my, give my type five. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, uh, saying, it worked. Mason? You, you, you can just go. It worked on your daughter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the women don't have much. Like, it, they're not. Allowed, the women aren't allowed to drive there, right? So, Dubai is a hot. When I was there, it is a fucking melting pot now. It is just probably a lot of Dubai sexuals. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> did you guys hear that, dude? That was good. That was good. And the burp to follow. Will you grab me a soda water, babe? <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a beer. Oh, you really need another soda water? Give me a fucking beer, Jesus Christ! Oh, you're just now doing it. How far are we in? God damn it! How far are we in? I'm not getting drunk, but I'll have a beer. It's I'll a beer. snow day. Did we say that? It's important to say. Oh, we cut off somewhere. <laughs> oh, dude. No. Oh, no, no, no. We're good. We're good. We're good. Are we good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been it's uh, been recording. Okay, okay, where are we at? Uh, just about 106. What is that? Wait, seconds? switch it. Switch it to time. Do that button. No, that one. No time. Oh, just, good. just under an hour. Yeah, we're yeah. Gonna, yeah. So you'll have a beer. We're gonna have to cut all this. Um, nah, leave it in. People like to know the live producing. It's a snow Plus day. Plus, I just peer pressure. It's a snow day, day, and that's a Miller Lite. Yeah, you're already. Getting, it's not like I have any. If we were pouring here. shots, I would say, but you go. You just go back to it tomorrow. You sons of bitches. Just go back to it. Yeah, mom. most of all, it is a snow day, though. Like, it's I mean, snow day. well, cheers. Yeah, you're kind of doing yourself a disservice. Fucking peer pressure bullshit. Was there a question I was supposed to answer at some point? What we were talking about Dubai and oh. like the crazy. Yeah, and you, you were saying it's like a melting pot, basically. So, okay, so like, first of all, this is how I will describe Dubai it is a mixture of New York City and Las Vegas, but. The people are a lot of browns. A lot of browns. <laughs> it's actually a I lot of Europeans. Said there's a lot of browns. <laughs> do you have a good Trump? Thank you. You have a good Trump. Wait, wait, pretty much everyone can just now do Shane Gillis's Trump. Yeah, it's like it's the new. <laughs> yeah. I said, I said, you're gay. <laughs> yeah. Keep sit down. Yeah, but um, it's a lot of Europeans and shit doing out there for work. Uh, it's kind of like when you go to New York City. I don't know. When you were living there, are there a lot of foreigners? Big time. Because what, what, what fucking blew me away being from the West Coast is going to an Italian restaurant where actual Italians are serving me. It's like, yeah. when did you guys, you guys came, did you came out here on a boat like Ellis Island? What the fuck is going on? Dude, you could go. There was a place and it's still there. And God damn it. If you can't visit them, at least follow their Instagram because oh. it's food porn fucking wall to wall. It's an old Italian deli. I think it opened in like the late 17, early 1800s. It's called uh, Fico's on Bleecker. Bleecker Street. John John's on Bleecker's is a good pizzeria. Really good. Yeah. But also a tourist trap. There's a bunch of others that of I Portnoy. can you fucking hot to. But because I'll tell you. Portnoy ruined it. Eh, I mean, John's on Bleecker is fantastic. You can see all the celebrity pictures on the walls. Like we used to go there when we got off at the bar. I worked at in West Village. It's right around the corner. Uh, shout out to Gabe Stallman and fucking Fedora that's closed, but uh, let's go JL and fucking uh, Jeffrey's Grocery. Uh, but <laughs> you shout out a grocery store? <laughs> no, it's a, it's a fucking dope ass whisker bar. It's so oh, nice, cool, nice. Uh, but 
So, um, yeah, dude, like FICO's on Bleaker. You walk in and you, the, the first thing that you do is you have to pull a number. And if they see you and you don't pull a number, they'll go, grab a number. <laughs> and you'd be like, what? And you see all these tourists that are like, what did you say? I don't yeah. know. And they go, yeah. grab a number or you're not getting served. You fucking then, cool, exactly. Yeah. And so they grab a number and then they you hear them yell out your number. You go, 72, 72. <laughs> and you walk up to the counter and, and you just, if you don't know what you want, they heckle you the whole time. It's yeah. hilarious. I like that. Yeah. I like that. And uh, you have, do you have a nice uh, Jewish deli that you got, that you went to? Or okay. Jewish like bagel shop? So there is. The best bagels. <laughs> it was the best. So my buddy Noah owns a place that's a little more modern. Uh, that's called black seed bagels. It's like uh, Montreal style. So they fucking boil them instead of fry them. And they send them through this big ass oven. It's fucking crazy. But they're sick good. They're yeah. so fucking good. So any black seed bagels is phenomenal. But the old school, like classic delicatessen bagels, you get at Russ and Daughters, Russ and Daughters. on fucking Houston Street. And that place is the same thing. Been around since the 1800s. The kids own it now. And it's just... Dude, see, New York is known for their carb, their carby shit. You know, the pizza, yeah. the bagels. Here, it's just all meat, baby. Well, I don't know, man. Like, every city, if you're eating taco, taco is, like, one of the main things you eat here in Mexican food. So, it's like... For also, every fucking truck that you go to, it doesn't matter what they serve. Like, they're jamming french fries in it somehow. Halal. It's like... yeah. yeah. <laughs> You yeah. see a lot of those. I would. There, you, it sounds like you. You don't think this is a good food city. Oh, I love the food scene here. What do you like? What's what are your like? What's your top Austin like delicacy? <sighs> okay. You know what I like while you're thinking about it is that Whistler's Blind Tiger. Oh, so you didn't have to think about Holy it. Holy fuck, Blind Tiger. Blind that's on Sixth Street, isn't it? The, yeah, it's the taco truck inside of Whistler's Bar. Okay, and it's fucking phenomenal. What do they have? It's it's like you just you said a taco truck, right? But oh, so oh, they no, do. And then you asked, what no, 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 no. So that they're not they're not necessarily a taco truck. I have a uh, whole other fucking taco truck there. there. But uh, Blind Tiger is is like I would say it's New American with like Mexican kind of like, but it's their fucking burgers are unreal, dude. Like everything they do is fire. It's so so good. I just the, the breakfast tacos here are just next level, dude. Oh, Insane. Breakfast. California breakfast tacos don't even exist, dude. I need a breakfast. So they're not breakfast burritos. No, no breakfast no, no, taco. No. What's yeah. the difference? It's you don't know the. Is, is well, it between a burrito and a taco? Yeah, but why? Why? It's the same ingredient. That's that's Roy. Roy's so Roy's fucking hating on Mason right now. He's like, this bitch doesn't know the difference between a motherfucking taco well, and a burrito. Same ingredients. So, oh, same Roy's black taco. Yeah. Yeah. Just to clear. But that. like, but okay, so it's like Texas. So like, you can get a lot of like brisket and egg and cheese. Like I don't know, man. The Tex Mex. So the Tex Mex. The Tex Mex. The Tex Mex thing is it's potatoes in the burrito. Yeah. Like well, full. Like, what kind of Mexican food do you like better, California or Texas? I love Tex-Mex. I am. Okay, so there's a huge part of me that's partial to Northern California-style burritos, which is like... Wait, what's what's that? What's the Northern-style burrito? So, like, carne asada, fucking Ah, black beans. I uh, love that. Like, seasoned rice. French fries, right? I love refried better than black. Some with the French fries, but it's, it's like tomatillo salsa, uh, the sour cream, guacamole, like all that shit. That's like 
true kind of California burrito style. And then here's like the queso. Queso, chorizo with potatoes inside the burrito. Refried, baby. Yeah, 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 yeah. Refried. I love refried. We know you do, dude. Look at you. (laughs) Of course you like refried beans. I mean, they're all, it's the superior bean, dude. It's the way to do it. There's a skeleton of a refried bean in your beard right now. Probably. (laughs) Yeah, do you ever like comb through and like see lunch? I, I brush it. All right, so <laughs> like routinely, like you have to like brush. Yeah, when I get out of the shower, and then just you know, if I periodically I need it to be brushed. You, you put all oil on it? No, I don't. It makes my face greasy. I don't like it. Yeah. So let's get back to it. We never finished Dubai. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, uh, did you? Okay. So one of the things you said is that you were looking for a sugar mama. You know, you obviously never found one because no. you're here pursuing comedy. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. did you end up meeting anyone in there? Yeah. Yeah. How'd that go? Good, man. Yeah. Good. You got to be careful out there because prostitution's a real problem. Um, that's, you know, Roy's gotta, full face dude, down that, ass up that, in the fucking no, bottom of the oven. That exact, fucking... By the way, that's what a downward dog is. That's yeah. the yoga pose that these white women steal. What are you doing? And man? bless him for it. Bless, I mean, yeah. Bless I mean, it's a great God, it's good post. He, he must have found something. From, oh, there's definitely food scraps. Yeah, I mean, that's the side I, of the oven you can't get to with yeah, the broom, you, baby. Yeah, what do you? What was the last meal you cooked? Well, that's a buffet. There's probably some fucking chicken. steak and eggs under there. Dude, my oh, dog's yeah. a bulldozer. I'm sorry, guys. No, was that good? Was he on Monday? Yeah, that was him. <laughs> but, but, uh. <laughs> Dubai is weird because, like, it's like it's their their government is re- good boy. Their government and their religion are like the same thing. Okay, so you know, there's no, oh, there's no they don't care about church and state. No, no church and state over there. Um, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. But because like it's hard to find a beverage like an alcoholic beverage in Dubai, you got to really? be in certain districts. Yeah, like like restaurants don't sell out or. I thought there was a club catch, scene. If they, there is a club scene, but, but it's, it's dry. It's, Isn't it's, it dry? No, 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 no. You no, no. There's bars, but like oh, okay. not not everywhere. It's like licensed places, and like it has to be. A, I think it has to be like a certain distance away from like any mosque, like mm-hmm. shit like that. It's hard. It is hard. You can't just go into any place. And get well, they have that here. People just don't know about it because it's not such a common common knowledge thing. But you can't have you can't get a liquor license within a hundred yards of the front door of a. Uh, the front door of a bar can't be a hundred yards inside of a hundred yards from the front door of a church or a school. The church doesn't make sense to me. Not at all. But the school, like I'm Catholic, dude. Like they, they're all, they're all drunks. Every Sunday, the whole yeah. room is just hung over. Yeah, yeah, and they're waiting to get out of mass so they can go and get fucked up. Yeah, or eat greasy breakfast. Food. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I never got that. I don't. I don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I don't know why, but. Uh, have you, you ever been? Do you ever been why, to the, wait what? Why Catholic people are alcoholics? Oh no, 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 no! Allow alcohol. No, I'm talking about Dubai. I don't understand why they like. No, yeah, I, I don't fucking know, dude. Are you are you a little banged up? I'm man? a little banged up. <laughs> <laughs> it's important to address that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, did he slobber on you? He just sneezed through my face. Things are getting out of here. Get him, boy. No, I was getting riled up. All right. Um. But yeah, have you well, been to like the Middle East at all? Like anywhere? No. Okay. I, I, I traveled quite a bit of Europe, but the Middle East. Uh, yeah. Like I would like to go to just Egypt. Just never seemed like it. 
fit me. Uh, Egypt. Yeah, well, I don't think we're supposed to be there. I mean, with that beard, I think you'd be all right. No, man, I'm not, I'm not telling you guys to go to Fallujah, but like, you know, Morocco or Egypt or Saudi. I don't Saudi think I'd be able to eat there. I feel like I mean, my you're struggling with the Fallujah. You're struggling with American food, dude. The way the way I'm seeing you shit. Yeah. So I feel like over there, you're going you're gonna to be <laughs> fucked. Yeah. It does oh, matter. Anytime you travel, Chad, do you go through like, when you go to a different country, do you go within the oh, first yeah. week, there's those two days where you just have mad diarrhea? uh okay so the last time i was in mexico um it hit me two days in yeah and it was bad yeah like we were supposed to go to uh we were in um (laughs) we're in san juan and we were supposed to go to this little surf town and we got like we're staying in this like little resort community and uh the the we got picked up by the car and we made it about a hundred I would say a hundred yards away from the actual hotel. And I was like, yeah, we got to turn around. And I just taken a shit. What is that? Is that just like different ingredients? It's, it, honestly, dude, it's, I, I want to say it's a combination of like your fucking, your, your gut is complete. Stop fucking with me. <laughs> there is a, there is a podcast being recorded over here. This is a mess. I hope people right, have fun with right, this one. Right, Cause it's right. a fucking mess. Uh, no, so I think it's a combination of like when you drink like a motherfucker, you kill all of the shit in your gut that's supposed to help you digest food. And on top of that, like you're eating shit from another country that's covered in bacteria that your gut's not used to. So <laughs> you open the fucking can of worms here, dude. <laughs> and you you've done a lot of you've done a lot of traveling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and I mean, so I, actually, I, I remember say, you guys talking about this on his episode. Yeah, you were talking, and and you said a point about like learning a little bit of the language mm-hmm. makes such a difference. And you're right, dude. So like, I lived in Japan for they two just years. respect you more. Do you just, dude? You, Americans have a tendency, and I love this country. I was in the military. <laughs> to quote say because I'm, I'm about to bash. It. I, I love this. Country. I'm about to bash it a little bit. But I just like, want to say, God bless America. God bless America, dude. <laughs> <laughs> dude, you just gave me P- my PTSD. I'm in an episode oh, yeah. right dude, now. You're about to get triggered. Yeah, dude. I almost jumped over the table. Maddie the almost table. grabbed a Glock out of his fucking Maybe. waistband. Yeah. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I just wanted to open a food. I think I don't. Never mind. But uh, no, no, no. Yeah, go ahead. A food truck called Allah Snack Bar. <laughs> and, like, you have like a burrito called like the IED or something. Like, go burrito. I don't know. That would be a kill on army base. No, that'd be fantastic. Uh, what were we talking about though? Uh, you were gonna say uh, it was about traveling. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So like when I lived in Japan yeah, for two dude, years, what the was, fuck was that, like? dude? That country. Don't let Pearl Harbor fool you, dude. Dope as fuck, right? They're a peaceful people. I love Japanese people. Okay. I love Japanese culture. That would be the only Oriental country I went to. <laughs> dude, oh. <laughs> well, you... Uh, you just said that. Like, that's how my grandfather would have said that. <laughs> it's, like, it's the ori- or- Oriental couple. He went to Nam, I think. I don't know. Mateza? By the way, they make the same noises. I don't like this chat. Don't look at me while you giggle like a Japanese girl. Dude, the Japanese schoolgirl thing is like real too. Oh, yeah. It's they're all they need to change that. The Japanese schoolgirl uniforms are I'm gonna call it what it is. They're inappropriate. Yeah. <laughs> they need to fucking change yeah. them. It's just, it's not a good thing. But Jap- Japan, have you done any, you've been to any Asian countries? 
Uh, I don't know why I need to think about that so long. No, I haven't. Yeah, so- I, I had, well, I had uh, one trip I was supposed to go on. I was supposed to go snowboarding in Japan with like oh, a, nice. a group of my homies. Yeah. And it was one of those trips where I had just gotten a new gig and it was like high, high paying fucking boutique hotel thing. And uh, it was right around the time that we were going to open and I had to cancel last minute and I, it bummed me the fuck out because I'd never been to Japan, never been to Asia. And we were going to snowboard. And I was like, this That's is going to be fucked. Listen, though, if you ever get the opportunity to go back, yeah. do it in the springtime. Okay. And figure out when the cherry blossoms or when the sakura trees are going to blossom. Yeah. Because that is the – I get emotional thinking about it sometimes. It's the most gorgeous thing I've ever seen in my life is, like, the full cherry – because, like, they blossom for, like, a week. So, like, everywhere you – and they're all over Japan because yeah. I think they're indigenous. So, like, all over Japan, there's just these beautiful pink trees. And then, like – they only stay that way for a week, and then when they shed, it's like raining pink petals for a week. So yeah. it's just great. It has a smell to it, dude. And like the Starbucks in Japan has a cherry blossom latte, dude. I'm just fucking sick. <laughs> but <laughs> but um, Maddie just turned no, into a chick. Roy, you're not gonna spit through there, bud. But He's to uh, to about the language thing, like the second year I was there, I started getting a little more serious about yeah, learning the language. For sure. And I was able to make like friends that were in the military, like Japanese nationals yeah. and like talk to girls a little smoother and mm-hmm. people at restaurants, like just to respect with you. Cause like what I was about to say is Americans have a tendency of going to places and expecting to be catered to like, yeah. oh, you don't speak English motherfucker. You're in Japan. Doesn't it blow your mind everywhere that you've been though? How many people speak English, English, good English, fluently. good English. Yeah. yeah. That well, it's, it's, we got, we're being born in this country is winning the lottery. USA! Yeah. USA! Straight up, dude. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> no, so, it, yeah, that it, that was one of the things that, like, you know, I worked in hospitality here, I think, uh, for, for a while before I went to Europe. And I remember thinking explicitly, like, I'm such a piece of shit, dude. I know vaguely like a hand like a handful of a couple languages enough to like order food at least the amount of people that i met prior to that though that would come into restaurants from like france or fucking right you know germany nothing and i wouldn't give them i wouldn't give them a pass at all i was just such a dick about it i was like all oh, these fucking foreigners and it's like everywhere you go when you're traveling that's right <laughs> everywhere you go and you're traveling these fucking people can speak our language fluently yeah. almost and or at least conversationally yeah. and you you realize people in like uh like european countries like when i was in germany when i was in um when i was in denmark when i was in fucking um spain <laughs> they're surrounded by all these other countries so they speak like five or six languages even if it's like just not even conversational, but just ba- passing kind of like, you know, touch and go just to get by kind of fucking, uh, you know, just a little bit, you know, but they can five or six languages. It's fucking crazy. And we can't even we, we don't even do one. Well, we're That's next true. to Mexico. And I would say 60 percent of the country can't speak a single fucking word of Spanish. Yeah. I'm not entirely sure that I speak English that well. You don't? Yeah, no, I can tell you no. I'll confirm <laughs> that right now. But uh, I got a pretty good vocabulary. But God bless you. you notice when, being from Arkansas. When you were saying you worked at a place where French people would come into a lot. Yeah. Did you notice that when they walk in and they leave a place, they always say goodbye yes. or hello? Yep. And if you don't, if you're ever in, I've never been to uh, France, but like 
someone told me this, that if you ever go there and you walk into a place and don't say, is it, oh, wow, bonjour. If you don't say that shit, they think you're there to steal something or something yep. like that. So they do people like other countries communicate better than us. Again, people are like so very social in other countries, like Japanese folks, like on their lunch breaks, will just sit down next to a stranger and strike conversation. And also like when they're on the train going home, public transport, you don't talk because yeah. they think about other people. Mm -hmm. Like they have a saying in Japan, I forget what it is, the term or whatever, but like they just put other people before them like, mm -hmm. for the betterment sit down and the shut up <laughs> sit down um but they uh to be gay. <laughs> i'm like trying to like grace the japanese <laughs> like fucking culture over here dude and you're just shitting on just, no it's okay but uh no i uh dude that's a culture man in america like mm -hmm. We have culture by state, and I'm sure in other countries, like they say, you know, like different regions are different. Sure, but like yeah. to, to us, Peru is Peru, South Peru is in North Peru, same fucking thing. Mm -hmm. But in America, like you have California culture, New York culture, Arkansas culture, it's all different. Uh, you could argue that Northern California, Southern California cultures are completely for different. Sure. No, no, you no, know what I mean? Yeah. I think that exists, which just blind to us because we're not yeah. existing within it. Well, when I'm like, I'm just. I feel like America is is uh, again a melting pot. There's yeah, just so I mean we're diverse. It's diversity. It's like the only country that like is about diversity. Mm. Uh, so when you go to another country like Japan, and like for some reason this is a crazy thing to say, but it's a fact. They all look the same. Mm -hmm. It's just a fucking fact. Yeah. Um. And I like, dude. I'm six foot five eleven. Six foot. Six foot. We're gonna stick with six foot. Yeah. Let's go ahead and stick yeah. With I don't six know why foot, I did bro. that to myself. But uh, actually, what, now everyone knows you're not. Six well, no. See, I'm so. First of all, I'm a six. I'm a six one bar height. His you know, bumble like, profile says six two. By the way, yeah, well, <laughs> it says six three. But anyways, <laughs> so I walked around like a fucking giant, dude. And I just you stick out. I'm, I look different from everybody, and yeah. that's like dude, such a shock because it's not the case here. Yeah. Um, even white people, we don't, uh, contrary to popular belief, we don't look the same. Yeah. You know, we got so one of the, one of the homies that went on this snowboarding trip came back. And one of the things that he said that like bugged me out, he was like, dude, I, my, my perception of where tech is going and like what, what kind of effect it has on people is completely shifted. Yeah. Cause there's internet cafes and like, um, multiplayer bars and shit out there apparently where these dudes literally go and they're they have like rehab for this shit because they go there and they spend every dime they have just living in metaverses and never leave they fall asleep there and wake up and just order food it's and such just a, it's stay such in the funny, chair it's such a funny Are they fat? i mean i don't think so because those fucking people have these Crazy. There's not a lot of fat people. Yeah. Yeah. Those <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Dude, that was good. Who did that? Was that <laughs> Dude, but they um I, I'm not I guess I don't even think basically I, um a hard time I've been going through <laughs> is deciding whether or not I'm Japanese. <laughs> I was like wondering, is it still going? No. <laughs> I was like wondering if it was going to have any reason why minute, you would have played that. You had that one lined up? Yeah. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, real talk, I had it lined up in as much as it said, I'm Japanese. So, 
<laughs> and I thought it was just going to go, I am a Japanese. Oh, so you didn't even know the drop? No. Oh, no. Oh, God. And I was waiting. I was like, it better say that I'm was Japanese incredible. at some point. That was incredible. And it did. God damn it. Yeah. Oh, God <laughs> damn it, dude. Fuck. So, yeah, dude, the shit fucking blows your mind. I, I, I haven't been, but like my buddies that came back, they were like, um, fucking absolutely insane. My, like, my, so my buddy Tor is this fucking crazy looking, like, Viking blood motherfucker from. Denmark. His name's Tor. Yeah. And he's wow. six, I think six, five, six, six. And people, he said, were following, following him around, taking, taking his picture. Oh, damn. Because they immediately yeah. just assumed that he was famous because he was so giant. Right. Really? Yeah. 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 Dude, that's, that's how it is. Like, is it, you think they thought he was like an athlete? Yeah. Potentially. Because he's in good shape, too. Yeah. You know right, what I mean? Right, right. Dude, I would. But he looks. Like what you, his presence when you see him, he's like he's, a handsome guy too. Yeah, he's the dude in that picture on the bottom shelf with the fucking on, on the California's my jars. Yeah, but he's striking. So I. Uh, so when's the next day? <laughs> they, dude, a, a lot I of the put times that, I put that ass to bed a long time ago. Japanese girls yeah. were just asked to take pictures with like me and my friends a lot, and I think for that reason, like they thought we were famous for something. Sure. Yeah. Well, that you're the ugly. They were like the ugly body yeah. Koopa. You are Baradari Koopa. Dude, you're you're Baradari Koopa. Yeah, ugly but Bradley Koopa. Such a good compliment, dude. It really is. He meant it as an insult, but fuck, dude, I went to sleep with a smile on my face, dude. Yeah. Right. And you, it, like you look like I don't care what words are in between Bradley Cooper. That's all I fucking yeah heard, for sure. You know, I'm what, if, yeah, what if he would have been like? You look like Bradley Cooper if he had Down syndrome. Still a compliment. I would have gave him a hug. Still a compliment. <laughs> yeah, Are you kidding? Now, right now, I just look like a regular person with Down syndrome. You know, that's, that's an upgrade, dude. <laughs> no, you're you're. you're <laughs> are you are you it's funny it's i would never have the confidence to play a sound drop without knowing what it was gonna be oh i know what all these are this is all planned i just asked you and you said no i was fucking around dude oh okay <laughs> there's no way you knew what this one was <laughs> <laughs> because, because of the what oh man we're gonna have to cut some of this <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that one crushes unbelievable i need you to send me that one for my podcast That's a good one. yeah we're just gonna have to we'll send you the whole board that one does crush all right it. so top moments in austin so far gotta be kill tony and then subsequently crushing some ass the yeah. following night yeah do you think she was telling her friends i think that's the hockey bradley cooper uh yeah that was probably some murmurs going no, around no she was probably saying guys i'm dating a guy that looks like an ugly bradley cooper it looks like <laughs> a, so i don't even look which like is bradley a cooper. which is back to what we're saying it's compliment. it's a compliment so what, ugly we gotta change the word ugly yeah we, that's, we that's just interchange cool. that I'm sorry. Like uh, a less looking a less I'm better sure. looking <laughs> Dude, I'm just, just keep saying. I don't think you're ugly, for the record. Can, I, can I also, I think it'd Thank be you. fun to just acknowledge, you know, I don't know when you're ending, you know, whatever, but I just want to acknowledge, I got four, 
four Miller Lights to Matt's one and a half. Which is breakfast. Yeah, I mean, I'm only getting started. Do what? <laughs> I, I wish I still had, I would, just for funsies, how quick do you think that, you said it earlier, did I drink that Jameson quick? I bought Two days. a fifth. I had a fifth. Two days. Two, is that quick? 48 hours for uh, a fifth? Uh, oh, man. Did you hear that, dude? I don't think that. Damn. I think people crush a fifth in a night. I feel like that's I can, well, I used a 750-milliliter bottle. Yeah, that's a fifth, yeah. Okay, what was that? That was a weird flex. We, oh, we oh, you, oh you don't know what a fifth is. What? A fifth is seven. We're not talking about like a pint bottle. It's a like a bottle. A I'm fifth. Like, wait, 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 why are you doing a fifth is like this big? No, 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 it's no. not true. It's a fifth. we're talking about the like seven hundred and fifty millimeter. A, a milliliter. milliliter. Sorry. A full bottle. Okay. Not yeah. the pint. Yeah, Some people think a fifth yeah, is. Yeah, no, 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 no. You have a problem. No, you should get no. out. <laughs> yeah, no, it's bad. He got a Jameson problem and a cocaine solution, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. No, so uh, I, I don't, honestly, man, I don't know how the fuck you do it. I really don't. I, and I, I, can, I can put away some fucking liquor, you, but like. Do you guys get hangovers? Oh, yeah. No, the thing is, you just got to keep drinking. So, <laughs> dude, how many times in a week, on average, does your first drink take place in the a.m. You, oh wait first drink in the a oh i don't drink in the morning okay i'm sleeping zero times <laughs> okay. yeah i don't because my new schedule is i get up around noon between noon and two right because of work because of comedy and, and we're throwing noon in there real liberally <laughs> real liberally <laughs> real liberally yeah. yeah usually it's one thirty two. damn yeah. i'm starting to realize that's that's and then he comes out of his room and goes it's almost beer drinking time. <laughs> I do. I, I usually crack my... To answer your question better, I crack my first beer usually around three to four every day. How many hours after you wake up? Two. Like an hour or two. Okay. I don't know. I don't know if that's good or bad. <laughs> I mean... So it's not the best, Do you right? think that I'm not funny when I go up on stage? No, I think you're funny. So I think... Dude, Probably I am know. not here to tell you to change your life. I'm yeah. just, trying, I'm just trying to figure you out. You know, actually, Mason, we, 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 uh, we brought Maddie and Roy over here today. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh my god, cutie. how cute he is! We, we brought Maddie and Roy over here today. Roy is actually going to be your your security blanket, your sponsor. Oh, He's I your sponsor. Wait to snuggle with him. Yeah. He's so big. But this is an oh, intervention, yeah. buddy. Dude, if he tries, some, oh, he if he tries so doing some gay shit with my dog, you'll stop it, right? I'll film it. I would never. Or film it for, yeah. If I can get paid from it, that's fine. I fuck around about a lot of shit, but I would never fuck around with uh, someone's dog. I was talking like peanut butter on your balls or something. Not like fucking. Oh, no, no, no. No. I'm just. Did you see how offended he got? (laughs) He did. I love dogs. He loves dogs. I know you do, dude. I would never danger or or, uh, neglect an animal. Dude, I think. I think I would like. I think I'm more bummed about an animal death than a human death. Mm. Yeah, you guys feel that for sure. It yeah, hits I mean, way harder because I, I don't like dude, most people. Yeah, I haven't met a dog really that I. I yeah. Even a bad dog, you have hope. You have hope. But yeah, you, you know. Yeah, yeah. Hey, dude, I almost missed my dog more than my wife. Almost. <laughs> <laughs> I think the cat might even be up. There. Oh man. She got Good for you. She got the cat. She got the dog and the cat. Yeah. Of the divorce. Oh. She took my dog. Yeah, man. I mean, that's that's tough. That's tough. Why do you think I drank so much, dude? Again, not questioning you, bro. 
Also, like, you would drink this much if you had a dog. I would. Yeah, come on. Yeah, well, it was... It's more fun to drink when you have a dog. I I used to, I used to like to, uh, so you know what I would do when I would walk Des? I would uh, load up my, so say it's wintertime, I'd load up that coat, that my North Face right there, and uh, I could fit eight beers in it, and I would take him for a walk uh, around the neighborhood. I'd just drive Trapped with eight beers? Yeah. And I would just like have, a fucking grenade belt, dude. dude. For real, it's like a bomb. It's like a bomb vest. I have one of those. <laughs> a I, grenade I, belt. Yeah, but for beer. That's sick. It takes, but the only thing is, it only takes like twelve. Yeah. So, but so it's like by the time you get to like ten, they're kind of warm. I can see you like three or four beers in after a couple joints, walking the dog down the sidewalk, like. <laughs> That's and perfect. I'm just so stoked. Boom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Dogs start pissing. You're like, you know what? I got pissed too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, and then, uh, because I knew all the destinations on the, on the, on the route, you know. Yeah. And uh, I knew where I could go, and and then and then and then you keep one pocket empty for empties. Yeah. 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 You just you would smash them. All right. Oh, I would drink all of them. No, I mean that you would crush them and then just. No, you just empty it and put it in your pocket. Okay. So we, me and Mason are we got plenty of roommate episodes. Yeah. Shit. I want to. I want to hear oh, more yeah, about this. Up, so, man. talk to me. I want to know uh, what what was what was the thing that got you into comedy? Like, was there a moment? Was there a thing that you were like? Was there a moment when you knew that you wanted to do it and that was a thing? Did you always know? And like, who were the top people that kind of like, that you would say you, you really respect the most out of like, you know, who do you, who do you kind of like idolize in, in like the, the grand scheme of it? Like right. top to bottom. Okay. So man, it was like six questions. I know. I got you though. So the, the way, like when I was a kid and I said this the other day, I'm like, I was like a chubby kid and I wasn't really talented, didn't do any sports. Like the only way to get validation is to be funny, right? So like, I think I became like the class clown in that sense. And then I became a fan of comedy. The first comic that I remember was Dane Cook, mm. which is popular to my age group. Yeah. Um, like in 05, he dropped yeah. that out. That, oh, I forgot the name of it. That, was that this one? Yeah. The, the two fingers. Yeah. Yeah. The stunner. Stunner. No, it was the super fuck. The super oh, fuck. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then after that, I started listening to stand up a lot because, mm-hmm. dude, that's when the i the iPods dropped too. So I was getting like the Apple. Remember, you guys remember the iTunes cards? Oh yeah. Kids today yeah. will never understand the joy of looking in your stocking on Christmas, dude. Just yeah, a couple of those. But yeah, I started getting like comedy albums, all that stuff. I started listening to like Rodney Dangerfield. My dad showed me the No Respect album, mm. and I was hyped on that. And then I just like you know, as far as like movies go, I was always into comedy. Stuff like that. So my my last deployment in the military from August 2019 to March 2020, mm-hmm. where we went to Dubai, mm-hmm. um, I was just listening to like Rogan, and I started listening to all like the specific comedian like podcasts, and I was getting really into that stuff. And I remember being fi- every time like they would talk about the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I would just fire me up at the idea of like going around, meeting all these people, going like traveling through the US for your career, making people laugh, doing stand-up podcasting. So sick, dude. The idea of just pressing play, sitting with your boys, like 
stuff like that. So I was really attracted to the lifestyle. And then like on the scary nights and deployments and stuff like that, I was the dude that was always making like light of situations and making people laugh. So like, you know, I think it all started, everyone eventually get like, I think every comic at one point, like their friends told you that you're funny, right? Yeah. And you, <laughs> I'm sure you should try staying. Not everyone. Not every, well, <laughs> right, right. Not everyone. Right. But you know what? Like that's what that was. Yeah, the, yeah. That was the case for me. Like my, like I was the funny guy, and someone said you should try stand up, and I was such a fan at that point where I was like, yeah, dude, that, why not? That'd be sick. Yeah. So I got out of it. Well, so when I got back to, I got back to America, in March of 2020, and we all know what happened then. So like, I came back to the apocalypse. Dude, yeah. Which was weird. Like I got like culture shocked by my own country. It put me in, like a weird like not like depression but it was like a fuck it was a weird time to come back dude i remember going to the grocery store i'm just gonna say this really quick i remember i lived in like north williamsburg brooklyn yeah it's like the highest concentration of cases outside of like queens and Mm. and fucking you know upper manhattan right which were predominantly low-income neighborhoods but like this area was so packed that it just got squashed and i'd been telling people since january that it was just gonna fucking blow over i was like this is all media hype blah 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 and then at one point i I left my apartment after i had like my job had stopped you know we kind of like there was a big storm so we hunkered down and like a few days later i went to the grocery store and i had a mask on and i remember being outside and it was like 28 days later everyone there was barely anyone on the street barely any cars out and everyone at the grocery store was like leery of one another and had a mask on and it was the trippiest shit i've ever experienced people wouldn't look at each other no and you feel you know it was wild i'm a firm i I am a firm believer in this and i'm sorry this is a fucking i'm going off another rant again and i cut you off but do you remember like i feel like there is an overall um like when when you walk into a bar and the energy is good there's a reason that you stay I think people, there's a collective consciousness and there is a collective energy that a room shares. Yeah, And 100%. over the entire country, I think, at one point or another, and potentially the whole world at some point during this, because of the way that it was hyped and fed to us, everybody just, I mean, fucking shut off. Yeah, it was, it was like yeah. we went on autopilot. Yeah. yeah. Energy thing. Yeah. Because I, I remember going out, even when bars started to open back up in Brooklyn, we would try and go out to them. And people were just always on the defensive. Right. It was like, why are you standing so close? Why isn't your mask up? Why isn't it? And it was just like, where the fuck am I? Did I fall through a wormhole into hell? Yeah. Because, dude, that's like, we got back, yeah, in March or I think April even. But And where were you coming back from again? We, so we went, this was weird, man. So we were coming home from Dubai. We were supposed to get back in February or the beginning of March. Yeah, that's what it was in the beginning of March. And then COVID hit when we got to, we flew from Dubai to Bahrain, which is like a small Middle Eastern island mm-hmm. country. You familiar with Bahrain? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Mason has no idea what we're talking yeah, about. But you know what Bahrain is? Sounds gross. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, there's no fucking McDonald's there. Oh, I can't find the drop, so I'll just do it. Oh, no. so we get to bahrain and uh our pilot our military pilot gets sick not covid he just just sick whatever and we have to wait a certain amount of time for the other pilot to be able to fly fly because they just flew us 
from uh, the, you know the certain time requirements for how long you can be behind the wheel or whatever. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. So then uh, we ended up staying overnight in Bahrain, but in order to do that, we had to integrate into Bahrain. So we had to get because we were just on the military base, so we had to get our passport stamped, which means they had to test us for COVID because that was the regulations they had yep. at that time because COVID was blowing up. And two people out of the seventy-five guys that we had tested positive for COVID. So all of us had to stay in Bahrain and we had to stay uh, on the military base and quarantine like hardcore for two weeks. We were in these barracks rooms and they would just come and like leave food like prison style uh, by the yeah, door. Yeah. Yeah. Like, was there a TV or anything? No, dude. No. no? Just, like, just whatever you had. I had my, like, I didn't have a TV. What? No, 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 no. Do you have a laptop? Had, so, yeah, 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 yeah. So you had, okay. Yeah, I was about to say, dude. The question was TV. I had a lot. Oh, yeah. Can, like can we comment really quick on the overarching white privilege of that whole fucking yeah, thirty is, seconds? Yeah, that is. Did, that is. did you not have television? <laughs> yeah. Well, dude, hey, fuck you. That's a real thing, dude. Imagine we grew up with TV, dude. Well, but it's not okay. our fault. Our country fucking. My, yeah, it's not our fault. We ruled. <laughs> we developed. USA, USA, USA. You, okay, so. <laughs> No, but I jumped into the fact of the matter is like the reason that 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 came out really fucking terrible. But uh, my initial reaction to that was you didn't do anything wrong. You didn't test positive and you're just coming back from fighting for your country. So I was thinking like, I fucking hope that they gave you some sort of comfortable arrangement, at least so that you weren't fucking right. You would think they would put them in a sweatbox or something. I yeah. don't know. Well, I mean, so so we went to the, this no, is the crazy I, part. They should have. Yeah. No, so this is the crazy part. So we we quarantined at <coughs> the military base, and then you would think because they 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 do that to make sure that we're not coming back with COVID. You would mm-hmm. think after that they would put us on a fucking plane, but then they put us in a hotel in Bahrain for ten days. Like what the fuck's the so point? So almost a month longer than you were supposed. Yeah, to be but there. at that point, like, but they didn't retest us. So like, who knows who got COVID? It was so counterproductive. You Jesus might as well just sent Christ. us home. Um, and then I came back and my plan was to like, there was a comedy club in Virginia beach where I was stationed. Mm-hmm. I think it's a uh, laugh factory. Okay. Um, really? yeah, there is like, and, and some big names go through there too. I saw Burt Kreischer play. There. Oh, you're talking about the stress factory. No, no, no. There's laugh a laugh factory, factory is a chain and I'm, I'm, chain. yeah. And I bet you yeah. Russell Peters fucking like, I think he's been through all there. those. Yeah. 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 The big names. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but when I got back, everything was shut down. Yeah, Stress Factory is New Jersey. That's one, man. Yeah. That's all good. Yeah, that's one Joey Diaz plays it a lot. So I uh, just got back. It it was slow. Even for active duty, I was going to work once every six days. Because this is like, dude, people forget. Things are kind of back to normal now. But everything you just explained, like, it was apocalyptic, dude. It was weird. Like, I could when I got back, I went to the grocery store and everything, the shelves were empty. Yeah. Dude. It was insane. And like the, like the toilet paper thing, it was so yeah. weird. Yeah. So weird. Like, wait, you're just going to shit more now? Like, what are you going right. to chill, dude? We're going to. What the yeah. fuck? That whole thing. But um, do you remember washing off your, did you ever wash off your groceries? No, I didn't do that. My, my, my ex was a little bit of a hothead when it came to mm-hmm. all this kind of shit. Mm-hmm. Like real yeah. lib, real like. Always, um, always play it by the book. If the news says to do it, we have right. to do it. And, and by the way, I remember wiping down my groceries after they got crazy. back. And I was like, it's what crazy. in the fuck? And she would be like, right when I walked in the door, she'd be like, use sanitizer on your hands. And I'd be like, oh, Jesus. It's, it was so funny Christ. to see how like people that clearly yeah, don't understand. Like it's, it, was it was so funny to see the way that people clearly don't understand things. Like 
you would see, I, I would see people leave the grocery store and get in their car with their gloves on still. Yeah. It's like, you don't, you think that these don't collect germs. Like yeah. the whole point is the germs don't get on your hand, but if you just wear them everywhere, yeah. you just fucking spread. That's all, also, does this drive you guys crazy to see someone driving alone with a mask on? It's fucking good. Like, and then also not to mention just someone walking down the sidewalk. Mason, with a I mask watched on. a lady the other day mow her lawn with a mask with on a fucking mask on and i don't like her because of it i don't know why i can't explain it but what Dude, the fuck i like, think that a lot of people it's insane so did you guys so we both you and i both tried to watch that uh what's the dude michael che My, we tried to watch his special yeah yeah and it was all about being supportive of like wearing a mask yeah like and it was just like to see these like famous comics put these fucking spec like did you guys did you try to watch the aziz i'm sorry thing i watched it it was i turned it off after 11 or 12 wait, isn't it we, there was that it six was, minute span where he, he was being serious yeah and yeah. he was talking about how how much he supported like yeah these mandates basically i think it works i, I think it, it works equally on both sides right like if you picked a side during this whole thing and you've been propping it up, that's what I feel like makes the internet such a dog pile trash fucking trash campfire is that if you picked a side at one point and you decided, and you know, like any conscientious fucking free thinking individual to change your mind on something, you're going to get fucking piled on for it. These people are going to be like, oh, remember when he tweeted this? Remember when he tweeted this? Kind of hypocritical, isn't it? And it's like, no, I'm a person that thinks. And as everything has shifted, and now we know more about this and figured out that all of it was kind of bullshit for the most part at some point, yeah. I've changed my mind a little bit. Is that okay? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. All our grandparents would be saying the fucking N-word still if... You know, they never shifted their thinking for the most part. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. my grandmother's a very fucking liberal forward thinking woman now, but she grew up in a household with an Oakland cop for a husband. I can tell you. Yeah. She probably threw the fucking N-word around a little bit. And I guarantee you he did too. Yeah. Didn't mean they were bad people necessarily. It was it's just a different time. The sixties, dude. It's yeah. a you know what I mean? I'm not time. giving them a pass. I'm not saying it's okay. In fact, quite the opposite. I think it's fucking awesome that you're able to fucking grow and change in your opinions and your beliefs. And for some reason, since social media blew up, that just hasn't been a reality for most people. One strike and you're out. Yeah, man. Yeah. And, and it's like, got guys like Aziz, guys like Che, like their faces on a screen and their career for the most part, 100% depends on keeping asses in the seats and people Absolutely. happy. Yeah. So I, Maybe they don't even feel that way or think that, but they're fucking chained to this idea now, you know? It and they're sucks. also, those, yeah. these two specific examples are not club comics. Like, these are famous fucking Famous fucking people. Yeah. And, and, and Michael Che is on SNL, which means he's censored. He, he yeah. can't say whatever but, he but here's But, but yes, but also, he still will go on, like, he just went on Legion of Skanks. Oh, okay. Like, uh, like what? Eight up eight weeks ago. Yeah, something like that. You walk. We watched it yeah. together. Yeah. And if you notice, like, even though he went on there, mm. you could see him just like. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, deadpan. He'll just put the microphone down. Yeah. 
and just not be involved. Bro, can I also say the one thing that pisses me off the most about that situation outside of everything political and, and like social agenda wise, you notice, and this is the reason why I fuck with club comics. And for the most part, I can't stand like real uber famous people that just decide to get back into comedy. Every club comic came back out from quarantine and knew the one thing that most comics know is that when there's a tragedy, most of the time, people have already figured out their opinion on it. They came to a comedy club to laugh and forget about it. So when these super famous people are dropping specials and giving you their opinion on the whole pandemic and want to get all serious, it's like, these fucking people are over this. Mm -hmm. They came here to laugh. Yeah. The people that turned on your special came to that special to laugh. Yeah. They've been stressed out thinking about this shit every day. Mm -hmm. And they have this one hour that you're supposed to turn them loose yeah. and fuck around and be funny for them. Right. That's the job of a comic. Yeah. We don't, you're not a fucking CNN anchor, dude. Yeah. We don't care. Wait, so just to be clear, make you guys, people laugh. Just to be clear, are you guys are fans or not fans of Michael Shea? I, I fuck with Michael Che across the board for the most part. But yeah, I thought that special fucking stunk. Oh, it did. Yeah. But <laughs> more recently, more recently, to be honest, like, I'm I'm not like, but what does my opinion matter? Yeah. I'm, I'm not like super into what he's been doing, but. Well, no, just like for, you know, conversationally. I, th I mean, like, I'm never, I've never watched. I only seen that special. So I don't know. I wasn't impressed by it. I don't really like the. Are you an SNL guy? Do you watch Saturday Night Live? I don't like it. No, you know, I don't like that. Like, I don't like agenda-based stuff. It's just kind of what it feels like. I will say, back when they had Bill Hader, and I like Bill Hader, dude. I, I fuck with no that man. Guy they've so had hard. look, dude. I've seen skits. Andy Samberg, Bill yeah. Hader. Like there was no. a, there was a gang of motherfuckers on there yeah. for a while. The Will Ferrell days too. Like no, I like I I just I'm crushing I, it. Phil Hartman and Will Ferrell. Uh, Phil Hartman, he's 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 dead, right? Yeah, yeah. fucking wife shot him. Yeah. Oh what? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. You ever heard about that? No. Yeah. And he was a stand up. Oh yeah. Okay. Stand up that got into acting and like became a comedic actor, but like talk about he was a, one of those standout people that like, I mean, you hear uh, Rogan talk about it all the time. Like he was like news radio. Right? Yeah, news radio. Yeah. But he was. They they will tell you like the dark horse on every fucking thing that he did. Yeah. They, he could just literally, they could just roll and have B roll for like 90 takes of him just improving lines That's and just sick. busting the room up. Dude. Damn. Fucking Damn. people up. And he got shot by his wife. Fucking wife shot him to death, dude. Damn. Did yeah. He, did he, what did he, what, what, why? Do you know uh, the story? I don't remember off the top of my head enough to really speak to I it, to but I want to say, he was they were on the rocks for a while yeah he because he had gotten really famous like he blew up and they were on the rocks for quite a few years and he was considering leaving her and i think she got wind of it and was like you know she gave him the old karen and goodfellas thing mm -hmm. and and apparently just fucking that was it because she was like you're not gonna leave me this is like you know if if, if you're gonna take off like you know, you're actually going to take off. Yeah, that's yeah. wild, man. That's wild. Bananas. So, who were the who? Who would you say were like the top people that really fucking struck a chord? Like you said, Dane Cook. You listen yeah. to Dangerfield, but like, who are your top three right now that you fuck with, or or who do you think like has the top three all time spots? 
right now, I would say it's kind of interchangeable. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, he, I really like Mark Norman. Uh, Shane Gillis is just my guy. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm seeing him. I'm seeing him at uh, Wise Guys in Salt Lake on my birthday. Fuck yeah. So I'm stoked about that. Um, Norman Gillis. Uh, it probably, I like Santino, dude. I, I like Theo Vaughn, too. Yeah. I was a little bummed about Theo Vaughn. Did you guys watch his special? Just bummed I, on I'm, it? I'm kind of, I'm, listen, I'm a big Theo Vaughn fan. Right. I thought No Offense was not a very good special, but I thought uh, whatever bag of hamsters or the you know that one on mm-hmm. it's just an album you know that yeah, one yeah something bag of hamsters yeah that's a good album I liked his special well the, I, like everyone says how much they didn't like no, it no, no. here's here's my the jokes were great he's so famous that I saw them all before the special mm-hmm. I've seen them all on instagram or tiktok or whatever so like none, none of that was all of his big jokes the the gay uncle the, my uncle got bit by a i gay liked guy. the 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 classmate nikki or nick or whatever yeah the mexican wasn't it something about the mexican classmate yeah 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 right? yes yeah, mm-hmm. so that was one of the only ones i did i hadn't seen but like yeah all the other ones i just all i had seen clips of so like it didn't feel like i thought it was gonna be brand new comedy from theo vaughn but it just wasn't to me because it, it's, it's not his fault but yeah, that was a bummer. But I thought, dude, the jokes were the jokes were good. Like the him where he was talking about living in a black neighborhood. Mm-hmm. It's so good. The yeah. joke is so good. But uh, yeah, those three. I mean, those four, whatever I just said. Tom Segura was like the first. I think I love Tom Segura. Mostly stories was that. Mostly stories is one of my favorite yeah, so that's, specials ever. That's the special that made me realize. That's where Andy tells the story about Mike Tyson. Okay, for sure, on the plane. I thought you'd have That's the one with Tom. Yeah, yeah. That's the one hey, with Tom. bikes too, isn't it? No, that's the... That's No, it's not That's the... Or even earlier than Mostly Stories. The, that one's... Um, no Offense. Is it? I think it's called No Offense. But, but it's the one with bikes. But no, bikes. So, yeah. The mostly stories I watched that. Yeah, I've seen that special a hundred times. I've seen that special well over it's ten so times. Good. And then I've been I've wa- I rewatched uh, Gillis' special a couple times. Oh, I've seen that special. Shit, dude, we we dude Chad and I watch that special regularly. It's, yeah, it's I, been on in the house too much. So I'm really stoked to see yeah. his new material, man. I'm, I'm pumped. Did up. you watch his uh, uh stand up on the spot, the Jeremiah Watkins thing? I did. You I did? You yeah, did? Yeah. Uh, also, check out, um, he's got uh, that 15-minute story that was filmed in that record store. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like you type in on YouTube, Shane Gillis record store, uh, undefeated fight story or something like that. It's fucking it's, hilarious. It's so good. I just watched it again the other night. Yeah. It's really good. That's, I, a, uh, that's a good three. I started watching a bunch of Carlin too. Are you a Norm fan? Huge. Well, new, new Norm fan. Like oh, okay. within like the last year. Um, wow. Yeah. Well, no, but like I mean, like he's like like I've always known who he is. I always thought he was funny. Right. But, like getting into him mm-hmm. for pretty recently. I, he's he's great. I mean, I like to tell. What about Jim Jeffries or like Jim Brewer. Jim Brewer is the uh He's the best live show I've ever seen. Yeah, he's that dude's crazy. He's amazing. Yeah. A hundred percent insane. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, he does uh Ari's show. Um 
skeptic. Yes. Yeah. Uh, no, he does. So uh, it's uh, this, this is not happening. happening. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he tells this story about working at the mall as a kid and Mumba Kudafi, dude. It's it's fucking incredible. Let's check that out. He's long live paint. paint. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the better stories on the show. I think overall, it's like one of the better stories told on the entire fucking show that's been yeah. out for however long now. Joey Diaz has a good one too. Joey's the fucking man. Dude. Yeah, he's not doing comedy right now. He's popping in. He's in Jersey, but he's not doing comedy like he used to. Yeah, but he's yeah. making gangs of money off his fucking pod. Oh, I saw his, hey, dude, he's got, he's inspirational, man. And when yeah. he tells his stories about getting involved. On, did you guys listen to the Honeydew where like they keep up with Mason? Have you seen that one? Where he keeps uh, up with Joey oh, Diaz? I've seen every episode. With the Joey Diaz ones? Yeah, too. I've been yeah. watching every episode. I know, ex- yeah. I'm, I'm up there. It's like 1994. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's sick. And he yeah. just like, dude, that, like, he, I think, when was the first time he got on stage? He was like 36, right? No, 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 no. I think he was, uh, I think he was like, he late was in 20s. his late 20s. Yeah. I think he might have been 28 Wait, or 29. Wait, he started stand-up? Yeah. Oh, okay. And, yeah, and, and he was there. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, suckers. Fuck suckers. Uh, <laughs> started, dog, started comedy. Dog, dog, you know, <laughs> but no, he, uh, he was, my uh, guts. he, uh, if you listen to that honeydew, I think he was in his late 20s. Okay. When he first went. Because they're just now getting into that because it's after prison. Yeah. He's already gotten out of prison now. Yeah. And he's just like lived all over too. He's a natural fucker. And also, dude, he's, he sort of did a started, not necessarily started, but with um, Josh, John, is it Josh Wolf mm-hmm. or John Wolf? Josh, Josh Wolf. Josh Wolf and Brody Stevenson. Yeah. Or Steve Brody Stevens. Yeah. Dude, he is uh, one of those Seattle. people that legitimately has just, well, He's obviously just naturally funny as a human being. I'm sure that came with like dealing with all the shit that he's had to deal with in his life. But he's one of those people that just has had such a crazy life. Yeah. And the fact that he's just a natural orator, like gives him this power to like, he can just tell you a fucking story on right. the top of his head right. for four hours, probably. Well, I've heard him say like, that's how he like got out of the gang violence. Like he was just able to make people laugh. Like, yeah. 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 People, people with like hard backgrounds tend to be funny. I mean, how do you, I mean, it's either that or they're fucking dead or in yeah, jail. Because yeah. how do you make light of that kind of shit? Right. Like you have a certain life. That's I mean, thing, man. That's why I don't understand like the whole, like when it, when it stopped being cool to laugh at like dark shit. I don't think it ever did. I just think. Well, people, amongst, not amongst comics, yeah. but like the cancel culture shit. Like you can't, there's certain things you can't joke about. Whatever's been deemed a serious topic. Yeah. And, and like, I just, it blocked like. The, thing the whole I point hate. of a joke is because it's not real. It's a joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the thing I hate about that entire situation is that I would say it's a, it's like a 60-30-10 split, right? Like numbers at me. 60% of people, 60% of people couldn't care less uh-huh. but feel guilty. Oh yeah. 30% of people actually care but will still laugh. Yeah. But that 10% of people. Or even maybe even less, like three percent of people has been making this massive fucking ruckus about it, yeah. and made that thirty and sixty percent feel weird about yeah. laughing at it. Yeah, yeah, and that's not fucking fair. Yeah, it's not fair. I mean, so why is it always the smaller number that is more influential? It's just the loudest. They're just loud as yeah. fuck. Yeah, and because they're you know they're not making necessarily terrible points or things that are like blasphemous you know it's i mean at least not to like common society 
you know, they're coming from a place where they're saying that they want to make life better for everybody when really what they're doing is just fucking making it harder and worse. And, but you know, because that's the PC fucking alt situation now and offices and everybody else, corporations have fucking tacked onto it. It's like, now, if you work at a job where, you know, you say anything on your fucking emails, or if you, you know, let's say you let a joke slip at work between a buddy and someone else overhears it, like you can get fired. They'll fucking straight up cancel. Yeah, you. dude. And the crazy thing about it is that the, the canceling someone, the goal of canceling someone is to ruin their life. Ruin right? their life and for saying words. And you, they do that, but they still believe that their platform is love and happiness. Like that's still what they're pushing out. It's like, how can you, it's so hypocritical. It's so fucking two-sided. Yeah. And uh, for a word that doesn't even describe you, you're speaking on behalf. They're usually speaking on behalf of a of, of a community that's not there. Yeah, you know? like it's the white women on Twitter that are telling me telling us what we can say racially and mm -hmm. stuff like that. So, dude, I had a. This is one of the the most interesting, like thought provoking, and it's so stupid the way that it came to be. But in high school, I had this really dope writing teacher, and he wanted to like help like he wanted to help me be a better student so he would give me specific assignments that he knew i'd be into yeah so he'd let me write a paper on star wars instead of the fucking book that we were reading because he was like you might actually fucking get into this yeah and you know all teachers should be this way but essentially his goal was like this is a writing class i want to make you a better writer who gives a fuck if you write about to kill a mockingbird or fucking star wars yeah a good story is a good story a good essay is a good essay anyways I brought him this fucking paper and he sat down and he tore it apart. Like, you know, he was like, I think, you know, your overall like compositional writing is good, but like your ideas are a little backwards. And I was like, what do you mean? And he goes, well, I asked you to analyze the characters in the movie and break, break down how you feel like they're portrayed by the audience and how they're portrayed in the film, which is not a hard thing to do. But I kind of like portrayed Darth Vader as the villain. And he was like, it's actually the opposite. Do you think Darth Vader thinks that he's the villain? Or do you think that he oh, is existing in the way that he is and the things that he's trying to accomplish because he's fighting a common enemy against the things that he believes in? Right. Fucking. That's what I've been saying about Hitler for years. No, I'm just kidding. Bro, but no. And this is, <laughs> this is true for, I think, every war in every fucking society that's ever existed, right? Like, no one thinks they're the bad guy. No one. No one ever. And, yeah. and like you have to view people, I think, in your mind that way, because if someone has a d b belief that differs from you or like we were just talking about these fucking, you know, all, you know, LGBTQ fucking cancelers that are like out there just looking to throw tweet storms of fire and fucking brimstone down on people. It's like they really, truly believe that by fucking getting someone fired from their job or taking their life away from them will change the overall culture for for better. Yeah. And they already don't like you. Yeah. So well, what are they also fucking to have the arrogance to think that it's just your way or no way is yeah. crazy. A hundred percent. I agree with yeah. you. But in the, the thing that kind of helps you grasp it a little more is understanding that they legitimately feel like they're the good guy. Right. And that well, they're doing the noble thing. Look, and when it comes to that, the the very base level like goal you are trying to do. I see you're trying to do good. You're trying to make people feel accepted. Yeah. Like 
you don't you don't make but at what cost to make people to to exclude others i mean i don't know dude it just feels like in the 90s there's we were good ah but i was a kid so i don't know yeah but it just felt like none of this was being talked we weren't talking about gender that's what america's too much of a good thing they're not talking about gender in Russia. Yeah, dude. You know what I'm saying? Well, they are. It's just like different. It's the opposite. Yeah, yeah. it's like. But like I'm saying, like I like, we don't, we don't. There's no famine. There's no drought. We're we're good. Yeah. We're, there's no lack of anything here. So like, of course, we're gonna start to look for other things. Humans naturally want to complain. I think we naturally are looking for. I think people are naturally. Not necessarily looking to complain, but they're looking for purpose. Problems. And everyone wants to feel important and yeah. special. Yeah. And they also want to feel like they're part of a group or some something that's trying to accomplish right. you know, a greater good. And I I think unfortunately a byproduct of social media and having shit like the internet and everything else has made that so much easier to do. It's like you don't have to invent a fucking you know uh internal combustion engine you don't have to fucking create an app all you have to do is is fucking you know marginalize a group of people and fucking and and come through like a freight train on twitter and fuck someone's entire career up and oh god you're a hero it's crazy it's like fuck you dude it's crazy and i feel like like the majority of the people the 60 percent that you were talking about i feel like agree that that's like totally fucked yeah but it somehow keeps happening but i don't think i think canceling's going away manny we've seen some people bounce back recently i don't think it's going away but i think everyone just like the pandemic everyone has gone through this phase where they're like yeah fucking get them that whole pylon thing to being like all right pump the brakes a little bit why are we actually upset about this yeah okay what did this person actually say how long ago was this i guess i guess 15 years ago whatever so like i think getting canceled doesn't carry as much weight anymore no you can bounce like dude delia bounced back uh callan bounced Louis back fucking rock you see a special yes dude. So i still fucking I, fucking you gotta send me the link dude <laughs> talk about it, Google it. yes talk about a master class and just bringing the fucking rag out on yeah. anything yeah that dude did five minutes on a banana yeah, it was good. And I was, I, dude, I was at the gym listening to it, and I watched it that whole five minutes, and I was like, I should quit. Yeah, I should stop doing this yeah. completely. Yeah, he's that's a god different. damn it. Yeah, he's a different dude. He's gonna just has one of those brains. Disease too, man. Dude, they tried taking disease down a couple. Yeah, ago. yeah, yeah. But that was crazy. like a date gone wrong. Like nothing that really happened. It was in the height of it though, so they were just looking for blood. Like, cancel culture. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> his one fucking contribution in 30 minutes. So I want to end on a high note. Uh, if you're cool with it, let's talk about like, like you're seven months in. Yeah. I'm just about the same time in what's, what's been like your most, what's been your highlight moment outside of kill Tony. Is there a highlight set or is that it? And what's, what, what was the biggest bomb that you remember so far? Um, start with biggest bomb, by the way. Okay. Uh, dude, nothing crazy. Nothing. I've just nothing crazy. Like I've, I don't know. Yeah, I don't really have like a significant like big bomb. Like I have bombed, but like, mm-hmm. 
lately, like I feel like we're at the point now. If you play the hits, you're good. And if you try new stuff and you bomb, you're not right. Like I now know what I'm. I understand open mics now. Like it's constructional. It's a workshop. Like, yeah. It's not. So like bomb. Like I've never bombed at a show or anything. So nothing like that, I guess. But my biggest, I don't know, dude. Last night I played the Creek for the first time on a club show, and I was on like the uh, lineup with a song and. Uh, Dave Nile and some other cool people. So like that was cool. That was a cool moment for me. And okay. it was like lined up with the week that I got pulled up on Kill Tone. This has been a really, this has been a fucking sick week. I didn't even know I was doing a podcast tonight. This is fucking <laughs> dope. I just walked into this shit. Yeah, man. But uh yeah, I think that answers it, right? Yeah, dude. Hey, isn't it kind of funny too that like as comics, like we just like turned a hang into a podcast and yeah, stuff. it's classic. Because- like it was like we invite like we like had Joe obviously to meet Roy and like let him get used to us in the house and shit, and we're like, "Hey, Chad, you should do a podcast while we're while he's yeah. here." Yeah, I will. I mean, I will say this: I jumped into Austin and kind of like I've been throwing a little too much of my time at work, like a, my regular job, yeah, my day job. So like I'm behind on episodes, man. And like we've been doing podcasts regularly now in the house, which is dope. But like I'm looking constantly for opportunities to get back doing this because it's like we were talking about before like when your job is talking and you're you know when you want your job to be talking you know what i mean like when you want to be a good conversationalist, it's like everything else you, you gotta fucking put the hours in you do and uh, you know i'm st- I, just doing this fucking podcast i'm like buddy stop asking six questions at a time yeah <laughs> just fire one and then write the other ones down but like it is a skill podcasting is a skill for sure man yeah Absolutely. all of it is yeah you watch these guys and you're you know you're, you're you listen to the more established podcasts not only are they people that have been in the comedy game for a long time or people that have been on radio shows for a long time but you know they're yeah. The, the the fucking flow of it it seems it's like watching an olympic athlete you yeah. know what i mean yeah you're watching somebody and they make it look easy and then you go and try and swim 100 meters and you go oh shit yeah fucking <laughs> a minute and 16 seconds holy fuck yeah like something like dude uh we were talking about sean Patton earlier yeah dude man. when i saw sean Patton so the other night i remember thinking like that he's a 20 year comic and it fucking shows. So, yeah, so like, no spoilers, but I will just say, since we both saw him, and he probably did the same set, he's the only person that I've ever seen turn, and a lot of comics have tried it, turn bedwetting into something that was actually fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, you're not the, you're, you're an the second person I've heard say that. It's It was fucking brilliantly, artfully done. And I the way that he delivered it, yeah. the setup, the takedown, Every tag that he had for it, yeah. the roundness of the story was just like, I've seen so many guys go up and humiliate themselves trying to do material about pissing the bed. Because <laughs> if you, if, dude, if, you, if you're a drinker and most comics are, yeah. and, or you're a partier, there's been a night in your life, I don't care whether it was in your early 20s or your fucking, you know, your teens or, you know, when you just had your first fucking bombed night out, blacked out, whatever, most people piss the bed. Right. Yeah. yeah. Most a, a lot of comics have tried to make it funny. The only guy I've ever seen pull it off. So Dude. you know what's funny? Like, so I've never pissed the bed from drinking, but I once was on acid mm. and was tripping so hard that I just pissed myself. Dude. I just like, but I did it on purpose, kind of. Yeah. How do you feel? 
in the moment. It felt amazing. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's oh my God. Warm. It's like, it's yeah. probably like your fucking yeah, lap's like, getting a hug. Yeah, I'm relieving myself. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it was great. Yeah. That, yeah, I could see how that could be nice in a moment like that. Yeah, it was warm. For sure. Wet. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Can you see my water? <laughs> it legitimately is, looks, dude. dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you Zag. did. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Whatever, dude. No, it, it, it isn't it. It's kind of like um, it takes you back a little bit when you watch guys that yeah. have been doing it for twenty years. Yeah, man. Really serve up a fucking hot plate because it's like it's like seeing Rogan. Yeah, yeah even dude. from doing comedy this long, like the way I used to look at it, I used to look at a comedian as they're funny. Now I look at it as like you are gifted like you are you are talented have you lost the ability to laugh a little bit no man i was because you're because you're watching so quick because you're watching stuff and you're actually analyzing it more than you're laughing um i used to go to the cellar when i lived in new york like once a month at least just to see a show didn't matter if people came or not i would just go yeah and i didn't realize it then but i just was like i was so fucking addicted to comedy and the whole scene around it i thought was just amazing but I would sit there and laugh my fucking ass off. Yeah. And even with Patton of the Creek, dude, like I, he got me like a handful of times where I was chuckling, but I was sitting there the whole time analyzing what he was doing, how his jokes were set up and all that. And I, I thought halfway through the show because I was a little tuned up. I had taken some mushrooms. <laughs> I was, I was actually, I had just come from my show at Romo room and I, I had a, a great spot. Fucking first grade. Oh, that room. was uh, simply Courtney, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 dude. And it was such a fun time. And I remember just I was like on one, so I went by to check out Patton after my after I got off, and I'd taken a couple of mushrooms, but I was sitting there, and I remember the mushrooms kicking in and thinking, "Why are you sitting here analyzing everything this dude's doing? You should be enjoying it and laughing." And yeah. I was, and I, and then from the the rest of that time on, I was laughing my ass off, but like. Yeah, I feel like I lost the laugh a little bit. Yeah, doing stand up almost ruins stand up. Yeah, because every joke, it's like, okay, like you're trying to figure out where they're going. Yeah. Instantly, I'm like, where is the punchline? Mm-hmm. It's like he hasn't even set anything up yet. Yeah. Know? So, but I, I don't know, man, because I still really like, like, the when the show I was on last night, like, I sat in the back. Chilled, mm-hmm. It was cool. I chilled in the green room for more, like for a little bit. That was cool. But I sat in the back for the most part and watched like everyone set. Like I was like having fun, laughing, nice. And uh, yeah, you definitely lose the laugh a little for sure. A little bit for right? sure. It's just like and that would be like with like that would be like with anything, I guess. Like football players can't just watch a football game without like looking at analyzing yeah, every yeah. yeah yeah yeah. But I don't know, dude. I don't know this fucking God. I just have great energy, man. This fucking city. I'm so stoked to be here. I'm so fucking stoked to be here. The comedy scene is is live, man. Was that a, did you just make that sound? What? Was that whoa, 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 whoa. That was me moving this. My bad. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I was like, what the fuck is that? No, dude, it's the old arm. Well, I gotta tell you, brother, um <laughs> that was a lot of dead air. I thought you guys were gonna be talking. <laughs> I, gotta, I knew there was nothing after that, I gotta tell you, brother. I knew that was just like something's no, gotta be said. Right? I gotta be honest, like we've you know, you I, I would say uh you, you meet like you're around I think forty or fifty of the same faces all the time. Yeah, running around town. But like you you definitely stood out as somebody that's like always 
like got a handout super fucking cool wants to like shoot the shit and, like oh, shit. Thanks, we're man. really fucking nice straight out of the gate yeah. when i got here and uh it's an unfortunate thing to say but like it's kind of like high school doing comedy in a scene like yeah. it's very clicky and uh you know i think people navigate that with a lot of grace in certain situations i think you're definitely one of them oh, like agree. thank you well, because you don't, I don't subscribe to that shit, and I feel like it's unnecessary for sure. But I get why it happens. Yeah. I totally get why it happens. You know, yeah. you hang out or you live with a certain group of people, you write with them, whatever. Like you're just gonna be close. But like, I don't know, man. I feel like you should be able to throw a hand out and be cool with anybody. Like fucking dab up whoever. We're all out here doing the same shit. And uh, at the end of the day, I just like you know, we've never actually sat down for like long term, like longer conversation. And I, I know it's weird that we fucking did it for the first time on a podcast. It was impromptu, but it was fucking rad hanging yeah, out with man. you, dude. I'm yeah, man. We've been, we got, dude, person. we've been kicking it a lot lately, dude. We got dinner the other night at uh, Cisco's. The service was fucked. Actually, you just had a beer and bounced. Yeah, well, I had, I had a haircut. Well, no, I'm yeah, just, it was and, good to see you. Yeah, yeah, saying. yeah. It was yeah. fucking cool. I yeah, you fucking left, you fucking dick. I mean, at least, at least just fucking got it. There was here? seven people the at the hell, table. No dude. one gave a fuck that I left. Hell, dude. You're never getting invited again. <laughs> You're pissing off Roy. I'm sorry, Roy. Dude, he's he's like his old balls. He doesn't give a fuck. Dude, um, Roy's got a big cock. Dude. He's got a he's got a hammer. He's got, he's got a, a monster like, piece. Like, that's a big like dick for it. That's bigger than most fucking. Hey fellas, the the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Oh, my guy, Maddie's still <laughs> hey, with the giant Matt, piece. Matt, Maddie's got a big dick. That's been cultivator of weird, you guys. Thank you so much to Maddie Stu. Plug your uh, plug your Instagram, plug your pod, whatever you got going on, man. Uh, Maddie Stu on Instagram, uh, Creature of Habit Podcast with Joe Begley. I'm the producer on that. Mason's episode is actually dropping next Tuesday. We'd love to have you on some time. Show yeah. to talk about that. But uh, other than that, um, dude, check me out out in the streets, dude. Watch yeah. this. Uh, they they drop them two weeks after. But uh, who was the guest on your show? Dave Smith. So Dave Smith, uh, Kill Tony episode coming up. Uh, Maddie Stu fucking crushes it. Uh, Mason, go ahead and plug all of your shit. And uh, yeah, you can follow me on Instagram at Mason E Smith, and also please follow my podcast at Heinen underscore Paul on Instagram. And if you listen on iTunes, please like review. Rate, review, subscribe. like, subscribe. Yeah. Uh, and re- right resubscribe. And Chad's done the podcast multiple times, multiple to come. Yeah. yeah. Can I say one last thing? Yeah, yeah, what yeah. Is the, what does the E stand for? Edward. Oh, fuck, I thought it was going to be like like Egbert or something. You look like an Egbert. Guy. My dad's <laughs> my dad's name is Edward. Oh, really? Everybody Edward's calls him man. Fast Eddie. Fast nice. Eddie. Yeah, buddy. Oh, yeah. Shout out to my pops. All right, y'all. Thank you so much for being here. This is fucking fun. I had a great time with you guys. Uh, have a great night, everybody. We'll talk to you later. I'm expressing with my full capabilities. And now I'm living in correctional facilities. Because some don't agree with how I do this. I get straight and meditate like a Buddhist. I'm dropping flavor. My behavior is hereditary. But my technique is very necessary. Blame it on Ice Cube. Because he said it gets funky when you got a subject and a predicate. Add it on a dope beat and it'll make you think. Some suckers just tickle me pink to my stomach. Because they don't